right, guys, we are live. Hey. How you doing, Andrew? Good. How you doing, Brandon? Doing good, man. What's going on today? Not much. I saw uh, this is the start of Super Bowl week. Yeah. So let's get things started with the Super Bowl. We got Kansas City versus Tampa Bay in the first ever home field Super Bowl. Andrew, prior to us going on the air, you mentioned that the Buccaneers are going to win. Can you tell me your reasoning behind that? Well, because they got Tom Brady on their team, and when Tom Brady was on the Patriots, he led the team to about 10 Super Bowls, and they won pretty much every Super Bowl. So I think he's going to take this team to victory this year. And since they're in their home stadium, I think this gives them a better chance to win. That's it? That's all you got? Yeah. All right, Brandon, what about you? I think this is going to, I mean, it's going to be a fun matchup, very fun matchup, uh, especially, I mean, I think the Super Bowl is going to be, pro I think, despite the fact that there's a COVID pandemic going on, I think this is probably going to be one of the most watched Super Bowls of all time, due to the fact that, you're right, this is the first time a home team has home field advantage in the Super Bowl. So the, the, I think the Buccaneers have a huge advantage here, uh, especially with Tom Brady as your quarterback. You know, Tom is one of the best. He's probably the best of all time. Uh, so it's going to be a fun matchup, uh, but you are, you are facing a very tough team in Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, especially with a really fast Tyree Kill, who's lightning quick. So it's going to be a fun matchup, and uh, we're only, what are we, six days away from the Super Bowl 55. Yep. Not that far so, away, so uh, we the so, one of us have the finishing touches at this season. It went by fast, so Brian, you and I, we both know what happened when the what the Giants had to do to defeat the Patriots and Tom Brady. What will the Kansas City Chiefs have to do to stop Tom Brady, stop Leonard Fournette, stop uh, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski? Will they have to play the same way the Giants' defense did in '42 and '46? Uh, yeah, absolutely. They're going to have to play very tough. They're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to, you know, get that defensive, you know, you got to get that defensive line to, to play as tough as you can. And, you know, the key is going to be to, you know, prevent Tom Brady from too many completion passes. And Tom is the best at that. He always, he's, he throws a lot of completion passes. He's very good at that. He's one of the best at throwing um, first yard in you got to be careful because I think personally this Buccaneers team can be better than the, the New England Patriots team because you have a Gronkowski, you have Mike Evans. Did Lennon. you see that Brady wants to play till he's 50 or something? Yeah, yeah I, I saw I think that. He can. I think he, can. <laughs> I think he will. You know, yeah. He's in good shape for his age too. I mean, he looks like he could be like 30 or 29. I mean, he looks good for 40, 43 years old. 45. He's no, 45? he's 43. 43. No, he's, not, he's not 45 yet, Andrew. 43. Well, Whatever his age, I mean, somewhere in the 40s, but he looks good for his age. He looks really good for his age. All right, so we have a question, actually, from uh, Nicholas Klein. Can you comment and can you comment on Kevin Rooney's hot streak? Who's Kevin Rooney? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's, a, he's a New York Ranger. Oh, dang. Hey. I have no he, idea. 
he was a fourth liner on the Devils. Uh, he had like one career goal, and then he went to the Rangers, or he scored maybe six goals with the Devils. But he did you watch the Ranger game like two nights ago against Pittsburgh? Nope, I don't watch hockey. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I don't really. I haven't watched one hockey game for a really long time, actually. It was like a two-on-one, uh, Keandre Miller and Kevin Rooney, and Keandre. Uh, K. Rooney passed it to Keandre, and then Keandre passed it back to Kevin Rooney, and Rooney ultimately scored the goal. All right, so Andrew, yes. you mentioned before uh, that Patrick Mahomes will win the MVP this season. Can you tell me any reason behind that? Well, I mean, I don't have much of a reason, but I do have a small reason behind it, and it is because he is going to the Super Bowl this year against the, the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. So I think he's going to win the uh, the MVP this year. Brandon, who do you have winning MVP this year? Well, I was watching uh, uh, some sports talk today, and some of them even said Travis Kelsey could be MVP. Um, I sort of agree. I think he can potentially be MVP, but I'm going to go with um, Mahomes. Mahomes is going to be an MVP. Mahomes, so we got two. We got two Mahomes. I'm I going with Brady. I would have said Brady, but he always wins. I mean, when does when does he not win? He's in. The, he's LeBron James of the NFL. Exactly, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I'm going with Josh Allen. Yeah. I think true. he's a. I think he's a huge part for the Buffalo Bills' success this year, going 13 and three and winning the division this year. I truly believe that he will win MVP this year. And I think he has many great years ahead of him. Yeah. And I think adding Diggs did help him. But without him, this Buffalo team wouldn't have won that division. I think Miami would have ended up coming out on top from uh, this. Uh, we actually have an MVP prediction from Julian Roberts. Aaron Rodgers, do you guys watch sports? Green Bay Packers. No, I know what team he plays for, but Jillian believes that Rodgers will win the MVP this year, Andrew. She was trying to make an argument that Rodgers will win it this year. Yeah, that's true. He got he was close to going to the Super Bowl, too. Close, but he didn't. No, that's what I'm saying. It's pretty close. So do you guys think that was a bad, uh, bad coaching decision by uh, Matt LaFear? Going for the field goal instead of going for the touchdown in the conference championship game. For which one? They were. It was like thirty-one to twenty-six, and what no, it was thir- yeah, it was thirty-one to twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Uh, T- Tampa Bay was leading. Right. Green Bay had the ball in the red zone, mm-hmm. and they decided to go for the field goal on fourth and down instead of going for the touchdown. Do you think that was a huge mistake that on LaFierre's part? It sounds like a very huge mistake. They should have went for the touchdown, and then the whole game would have changed completely. They should have went for that touchdown. Brandon, where do you see Aaron Rodgers and the Packers going next year? Will Aaron Rodgers even be in Green Bay? Yes, I think he stays. Uh, just run it back. You know, run it back. I mean, listen, you gotta, you got to give yourself another chance here. I mean, listen... He's very loyal, and I think I mentioned this last show. He is the fa- he is the face of that franchise. He 
he means a lot to that town. He's a fan favorite in Green Bay. And, you know, I think the best way to do this is just run it back again. You know, you're not going to win a championship every year. I think the best way to do this is give it another try next year. Learn from your mistakes of what you did in the conference championship. And maybe you could end up fixing those mistakes and... You know? Yeah, but why even add that comment at your press conference, including myself? That's like him saying, "I want to be out of here." Where Which the comment? Front, I don't when remember. he said, "The there's a lot of unknown this future, this upcoming future off season," and he said, "Including myself." That's like him saying, "Oh, I don't want to be in Green Bay anymore," or he was taking a shot at the ownership for drafting a quarterback last year. Yeah, I mean, like it's. I mean, his it's his choice. It's his choice, and if he's not happy where he is, um, I mean, I could see him going somewhere where it's a little, you know, um, I could maybe could see him going to like a, like a city that's warmer. I could see him even going to California because he played in California, uh, college. I could see him going to a team in California. You think San Francisco would be a spot? It could yeah. be. That definitely yeah. sounds like a good team. They that's went to the Super Bowl pick. last year. They went to the Super Bowl last year, so they could do it. He could go to that team. Because I think San Francisco would be a good spot for Aaron Rodgers, and I think I think Jimmy G finds his way back in New England. Yes. Yeah. So totally I, totally with that being said, I think it's time for some predictions right now. Andrew, give me one prediction for this off season. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to stay with the Green Bay Packers for another year or so, and then I think he's going to move over. And I'm predicting it's going to be San Francisco because of so football. You, you believe Aaron Rodgers will be in San Francisco in San Francisco next year? In the following year. Oh, so he's going to have one more year and then go to San Fran? Yes. Brandon, what's your NFL prediction for this offseason? Uh, i got to agree with Andrew. I think, I think he's going to stay one more year in Green Bay. Uh, and then, you know, I think what's going to happen is he's going to go back to the conference championship because I still think they're one of the best in the NFC. Uh, oh, no I doubt. Gonna, I think they're going to go to the NFC championship again, and they might lose. I think they're going to lose again. They might lose again to Brady. You never know. And if they don't win next year, I think he's uh, – I agree. He's going to go to San Francisco and play for the 49ers. I think that's just like the perfect spot for him. Yeah, the weather's nice. I mean, it's it's good for him. All right, so I'm taking, like, this risk with this prediction. And I know it seems odd and it's a little crazy, but Deshaun Watson will not be traded this offseason. I know we have all these rumors, this and that, but I just think that he will not get traded. And we actually have a comment from Julian Roberts. Since they drafted Aaron Rodgers, they haven't drafted an offensive weapon for him in the first round. They've constantly stacked up on defense. Brandon, Jillian does make a good point. They really haven't drafted weapons for Rodgers. You look at the Vikings, they went out and they got Justin Jefferson. So would you say maybe last year, instead of drafting a quarterback, that they should have went out and tried trade down for Justin Jefferson? Or maybe they try and... I mean, it's going to be hard. Uh, Devontae Smith from Alabama, that's going to be difficult for sure. But do you think they find someone that type? It's going to be tough. I mean, I don't know how they want it ahead. 
I mean, are you saying if they wanted to trade Aaron Rodgers for three, three like picks? Is that what? You, is that what you? Said? No, but they when they throughout the draft, they mostly take defensive guys last year, and then last year they took a quarterback. So, do you think maybe the issue for Green Bay is not building around Rodgers and giving him top receivers? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think the team is, looks good. I think they could be, you know, I think they have what they, I think they have a good, good rotation. I think they, they have capability of being Super Bowl champions. Um, I think the problem was the coaching. With, you know, again, with the LaFleur thing. If yeah, I think that's where it goes back to. It, we could have had a whole different conversation right now if LaFleur maybe went for the touchdown instead of the field goal. We could have had a whole different because that could have that could have been the change. They would have won the game if they did that. Yeah, they could have won the game, and this could have changed the output of many conversations around the sports world. Yeah, Andrew, where do you stand on that? Uh, I'm pretty much agreeing with Brandon on this one. I would have to say with, on this one. So you agree with Brandon that yeah. it was a coaching issue? It was. I kind of agree, too, because if you look at the situation, it was 31-23. They go for the field goal. It's 31-26. They didn't get the ball back. They lost the game. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure if that was Tom Brady, they would have went for it. I'm sure if that was Peyton Manning, they would have went for it. So how come with Aaron Rodgers, who's one of the best quarterbacks within the last 10 years, why didn't they go for it? Did they think that they would stop Tom Brady and the Buccaneers? Probably. I think, like we all said, I think it's just all the bad coaching. Yeah, I think we all agree there, for sure. Yeah, it's just all the bad coaching. All right, so, again, if you're just joining us, this is the Doug Survival Show. Alongside me, we have myself, we got Brandon, and we have Andrew on the bottom. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we get back, we will be discussing the latest around the National Basketball Association. And Andrew, before we came on the air, he was pretty—he was pretty pissed the way his Brooklyn Nets lost last night, weren't you, Andrew? Yep, I'll discuss more about that. Oh, we will, for sure. We'll be right back. Where the Monroe Falcons are playing the St. Joseph of the Touching Falcons. Past uh, that game's history, we have a. A state's uh, championship on our mind now. The ranch, the buffalo. It all works together very nicely. Welcome to Falcons Insider. Falcons Insider. On today's episode, we're doing a lot of great work. You know, this is work that people said couldn't have been done before. A lot of money doing something you love. Re-elected team reporter. Yeah, what a season that was for you. 54, 54 points in 18 games. Um, but definitely, I mean, I, when I said that we're going to win GMCs, I think yeah, that's I another know. one that, we, that I remember. Yeah. You just said it with, with so much confidence. All right, we're back on the Doug Sarava Show. Alongside me, we got Brandon Schwartz, Andrew Brim. So how do you blow a 146-141 lead 
with 12 seconds remaining to lose this game. Andrew, what went wrong last night in Washington? The Washington Wizards won last night. When I I turned on the game for a couple of minutes, and it was 146 to 141, and then all of a sudden I turn around, and then I see the score, the final score is 149 to 146. And I was shocked to see that uh, that final score because the Wizards are one of the worst teams in French in the franchise, and even the Wait, worst team. What do you mean? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> what, what do you mean by the Wizards are one of the worst teams in the franchise? No, like the whole entire uh, NBA. Right, right. Do, you mean, do you mean association? Yes, right. All right, I'm just making sure because I'm listening to you speak and I'm like, okay, that did not make sense. Right, no, but anyways, right. they're one of the worst teams and the worst team in their conference, and it's unbelievable. They won, they won against one of the best teams in the NBA, and I would think that the Brooklyn Nets would win against one of the worst teams in the league, and especially now when they got James Harden, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant all on the team, and I think they just got one more player to play on their team. I forgot who it was. Uh, Iman Shumpert. Right. So they just got him. So I can't, they have some of the four of the best players in the NBA, and yet they lose to the Washington. Wait, Warriors. are you saying Iman Shumpert is one of the best players in the NBA? Or on the team? On the team, my bad. Uh, no, he's, a good yeah. he's very good. He's, he's very a good, good bench player, but I want to put him up there as the on best. On the team, on the team, my bad. I meant no, you got Joe Harris. There's a few quite. There's You're a few right. guys yeah. quite better than him. Yeah, my bad on the team. But anyways, yeah, they have some good guys on their team, and yet they lose to this, the, the worst team in the league. Well, here's the thing. I saw an article. I saw like a stat. The Nets have become the worst defensive team since James Harden has arrived in Brooklyn. Probably that shows it. Because we know he never played defense. Yeah. We know that, yeah. I mean, All right. They're, they have a good offensive team, but if you can't... You see, you, you would think... Defense, you know? You got to play defense. See, you would think that they would have... They would win that game like 140 to 115. Exactly. <laughs> you shouldn't have to worry about uh, giving up 140-plus points. Yeah, I know. It's stupid. It's so, stupid. Brandon, I understand you have the Nick game on in the background. Where do they stand tonight, and where do you see them going moving forward? Well, the Knicks had a sluggish start to the game tonight, but they were only down by four at the half. Uh, you're playing a 7-11 and Chicago Bulls team uh, who is still developing. Uh, there's a lot of uh, speculation about uh, the Knicks and trading for Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards. I think I saw something about that. Uh, that would be a very great trade for the Knicks, especially since they have a few first-round picks, I believe, from... Would you give up RJ? No. No, you don't give don't up give RJ. Don't give up RJ Barrett. No. Don't give him up. I, uh, there's rumors that the Knicks would give up Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox is now in the trade market. Um, he want, they, The Knicks would trade him. I think it's time to let him go because I think... Oh, yeah, he hasn't performed. I think the Knicks fans had enough of him already, and uh, it's been enough. He's played more than enough years in New York, and and he, I think it's time for him to go. Uh, but, again, the Knicks need a guy like Bradley Beal. They need a guy who's a three uh, a, a consistent, that's the word, a consistent three-point shooter who could come every game and hit at least four, five, six three-pointers a game. 
So what would you do? What would you have? Peyton, Barrett, and Beal? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, well, they might ask for a guy like Alfred Payton in this in this trade. If they ask for Alfred Payton, I would almost give him up because um, I like the play of Emmanuel quickly lately. I think he's a. He you guys still have Dennis Smith? Smith? Well, Dennis Smith now uh, is at the G League. Well, no, he uh, D- Dennis Smith Jr. and Ignis Brasdakis, um, who hasn't played like two minutes in the NBA, uh, he uh, they're in the G League now. I think they're going to the G League bubble. I think there's a bubble they're playing in for the G League, I believe. So they're going for the G League. Who did you guys take before Smith? I know there was like some type of controversy with that draft. Um, well, when was Smith traded? I, I really don't I, – I forgot when he was traded. He Not too long ago. It was what, 2000 – was it 2016? And let me see. I, I mean, I know the Knicks were that close to trading him – were that close to drafting him in the draft. They were like a pick behind. They were going to select him, and then they, they decided not to. But that was a good trade that year when they had that. Who, who did you guys take that year, actually? Uh, he was drafted in 2017. The NBA draft 2007. That was a good draft, I remember. That was a, a lot of good players came out of that draft. Anyway, that was the one with uh, uh, Fultz, right? And Tatum? Fultz, yeah, Fultz, who turned out to be kind of a really hasn't been anything spectacular. Yeah, I would say he's a bust. Um, he's uh, It was Lonzo Ball, Jason Tatum, Josh Jackson, De'Aaron Fox, Laurie Markkinen, who's playing right now in the Bulls, who's having a good game. Uh, and then it's, uh, the Knicks selected Frank Nilakina that year. Oh, yeah, that was the issue. That was actually, yeah, that was the issue. A lot of people were mad that they took uh, Frankie over Dennis Smith. Right. A lot of people thought Dennis Smith should have went to the Knicks instead of uh, Nilakina. That's right. I, I knew there was some type of controversy surrounding the Knicks and Dennis Smith, but yeah, that was it. Thanks for clarifying, Brandon. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was a good draft that year, and a lot of good play. Like Bam Adebayo, who's now a star with the Heat. I mean, you had a good draft that year, you know. And the I Heat's think doing Frank terrible. Who Bam? No, Miami Heat's doing terrible. Oh, you, well, are... you, you gotta understand, they played through that bubble last year. They didn't really have time to prepare. Yeah, that's true. Think about that for a moment. Like if you're if you're the Lakers, you're still going to be good because you have LeBron. But a lot of teams they got off to a delayed start. You finish your season in December, uh, like October, and then you start back up in December. Going to be difficult this year for a lot of teams. Especially with no a lot of teams, you know, you don't have that home court advantage like you used to. You know, with no fans, a lot of them don't have fans. You know, you don't feel that buzz. You know, you know some of them don't have that energy without the fans. So. No, it's it's a, listen. You got you got to understand. This is a different kind of season, and you know teams are still adjusting, you know, with the new protocols and stuff. So, we'll can you, Brandon? Can you say that if there was a redo draft, that Jason Tatum would be number one? Yes, I mean he is. He got drafted in that 2017 draft. I think he was number. Was he number two? I think he was third, and they traded it. Yeah, he's. He's the heart and soul of that of that, and he's getting better and better every year. What, Pete or Paul? Uh, Jason Tatum of the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, I heard he played on Celtics. So, and you know when you get a player out of Duke like a Jason Tatum and a Kyrie Irving, you know yeah. they're gonna have you gonna you know a lot of them are gonna have star ability. Oh and yeah, for sure. And this guy has even Kentucky. 
Yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, Florida yeah. back in the day. Yeah, and even you know, you know, you know, when you get players out of some of these big schools, you know that they're going to be really good. So, Jason Tatum to me is is going to get better and better, and better each year. You know, you just got to be careful because he is he can get a lot of injuries here and there. So you just got to be careful about you know getting hurt a lot. You got to say the Celtics, uh, the Celtics really won that trade. Uh, the Paul Pierce trade because they truly built a core between uh, Tatum, Jalen Brown, uh, acquiring a, a free, free agency, Kemba Walker. Uh, we know uh, Hayward didn't work out as planned. The, the Celtics really rebuilt the right way going to conference uh, finals appearance. Do you think this is the year they go, they go to the finals? No. I think uh, it's going to be... Still not there yet? No, I think it's going to be either Milwaukee or Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Milwaukee or Brooklyn? Brooklyn. Yeah. Has I'm, probably Brooklyn. Going, I'm probably going with Milwaukee. I don't, I don't trust the Nets defense. Yeah. Or even Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia. But yeah, Philly's good. good. They're looking good. Yeah, Philly they're doing terrible a couple of years back, and now they're looking hot like a pistol. Yeah, it feels like all the local teams here in New Jersey are doing well. Can you name them all? Well, there's... Brooklyn Nets, New York Knicks. I mean, I know they play in New York, but still, that's like local for us, though. And then all right, I name the Philadelphia 76ers. Name them all, Andrew. What, name what, all the local teams? Yeah, from baseball, football, hockey. Let's see it. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> go for it. It can't be uh, that hard. All right, fine. So, let's go. With You're football. good with naming the governors and the capitals. All right, fine. So, all right, let's uh, see it, Brent. Okay, so New York, let's start with football. New York Jets, New York Giants, Buffalo Bills. And no, then, local. Don't like him. Like, Buffalo's upstate. Yeah, that's true. All right, basketball, we got the New York Knicks, New York, uh, New York Knicks, Brooklyn Nets. Baseball, we got New York Yankees, New York Mets. And then now with Philadelphia, for, uh, we got the Philadelphia Eagles for football. And then basketball, we got the 76ers. And baseball, we got the Phillies. And then, what? Right. Hockey don't count? All right, hockey, fine. Uh, so that's <laughs> the Philadelphia Flyers. And then uh, in New York, you got the Rangers. You got We got New York Dev, uh, New Jersey Devils. <laughs> New York Devils. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything is New York, so. Yeah, I know. All right, what's the other New York team? Uh, the Islanders. Uh, I feel like we're missing someone. New York Red Bulls for soccer. Yeah, that's right. We got a soccer team. And then I'm trying to think for Philly. I have no idea. Philadelphia Storm? Yeah, I think that's it. Is that it? The Storm? Yeah, I think so. But I know none of us really watch soccer. Have you ever been to a Red Bulls game before? (laughs) No. No. I was there years ago. Oh, Andrew, you know who's been to many Red Bull games? Who? Timmy. No, Timmy. Timmy? <laughs> the mailman. Yeah. Yeah, your guy? Yeah, my buddy. Yeah. Alright, so we have an update. Rangers just scored. Who are they playing? The Penguins? Uh, yeah. D- did you see that the Devils are going to be shut down for like two games, uh, three games due yeah, to COVID? Yeah, that's crazy. Put in your announcements. Yeah, NBA Devils have COVID outbreak. Next three games canceled. Boo! Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we have the Nets' defensive struggles. So moving forward, how important is the Nets to solve their defensive woes, Andrew? 
sorry? How moving forward, how important is it for the Nets to fix their defensive issues? It's very important. I think, you know, with this experience we they uh, had last night, I think this is going to be a very big wake-up call for them. So, you know, I'm hoping from this lesson that they grind together and they move on and learn from this experience. Andrew, I, I always love how you're like straight down to the point. Thank you. You're like you're like one of the highly intelligent people on our show. Yes, thanks. All right, name the governors. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> name five at least. Besides New Jersey and New York. Yeah. Right. Don't um, name New Jer- Don't name New Jersey and New York. We all know that. Yeah, okay, so uh, Pennsylvania, Tom Wolf, Delaware, John Carney, and, uh, Connecticut, Ned Lamont, Maryland, uh, it's Larry Hogan, and then Florida, you got uh, Ron DeSantis. How do you know all that? Well, last year, you know, it was a political year, and, you know, it was the year of the governor, so, of course, while I was inside... The year the time, of the governor? Well, it is. Uh, let me. I'll explain that in a second. Yeah, can you Actually, explain? I know what you mean. I know what he means. Yeah, the coronavirus. Wait, ha- well, the years ago. Oh, because they they made all the decisions. Exactly. That's why it was the year of the governor. That's why. And of course, you wanted. Well, I was inside half the time. You know, I looked at uh, you know, what all these states were doing compared to New Jersey and New York. So that's why I learned about all these politicians and governors. That was good, though. I liked it. When we first did our podcast, our show, mm-hmm. I like how we did it, like, week-by-week basis of the coronavirus. We gave updates to the audience. That was that was good. Yeah. That was probably one of my favorite things because yeah. people want to know, know what was going on in the world. And, you know, from our great viewers, our great listeners, we, we were able to give them, like, all the information, uh, shutdowns, openings. Yeah. And, we uh, had ju- oh, yeah. We today, had ju- California just reopened. Yeah, well, the, ele- the election is over, Andrew. Yeah, that's true. Well, Everything, uh, Everything's going to start to reopen again. Yeah, well, New Jersey, it's not over, though. Yeah. Because we had a gubernatorial election this year, and Virginia has one, too. Virginia and New Jersey are the only two states in the nation that have gubernatorial elections the year after the presidential elections every, every four years. It's always the year after uh, the presidential election well I, I believe we also have a we have a con- congress race too i think so and also this year in new york city we got a mayoral election this year the blasio's out at the end of the year yeah um, you see andrew yang yeah but i hope he doesn't win i hope it's a republican yeah who, who do you think's wait who do you think's who's running besides yang i forgot who's running i'm not sure i haven't said i don't even attention. I, I don't even pay attention to it anymore yeah, I try not to. The only thing I want to really pay attention to is the gubernatorial election in Jersey, since that's the major thing that's going on right now in my life. Well, why? You're running? <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain that? Like, why is it important in your life? Well, because I'm a state. I'm a state resident, and you know I'm voting this year. So you know my vote counts when I vote. And who I plan to vote for this year is Jack Chitterelli for governor. Because well, I think he's the only Republican running. Yeah, well, we had others. Like, we had Hirsch Singh run. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. I forgot who else was running. Peter Brown. <laughs> and then I haven't heard anything from the Democratic side. 
I think it's oh. just going to be Phil. Yeah, Murphy. it's just it's just going to be Phil Murphy. That's how that's how it normally is for elections. Yeah, so it's literally going to be this guy Chitterelli against Murphy, and I'm praying and hoping Chitterelli wins because, I mean, Governor Murphy. I was a little skeptical about him when he started, but he had done some good things, like he raised the minimum wage, he gave some uh, free college tuition, he gave more work opportunities for women and minorities. You know, he did all that. So and a little more educational funding, but when the pandemic hit, my perspective changed because I didn't like how he handled it. It seemed like he took way too long to open the economy. He, uh, it seemed like he didn't care about half these people's lives, and he signed executive orders that, uh, that forced these nursing home facilities to take COVID-19 patients. All right. So, Keep going. And... Lastly, he violated constitutional rights like freedom of religion. Church should have been open from the very start. It should have been open. They could have made some modifications if they wanted to or if the state wanted them to do so. And they could have gone on with services. Yeah. So, so Andrew. Yes. So, I just have a question, Andrew. Yes. Every time I tell you we're doing a show. Yes. What does the script say? No politics. No politics. So how did we get from naming all the governors mm-hmm. as, like, for fun, I just want to see if you knew them all, to having an election discussion for the state of New Jersey? Mm-hmm. How did we get to that point? Because you asked me. No. You said we have a governor race this year. Yeah, I that's, said that. That's important for my life. So I asked, why, you're running? <laughs> yeah, well, well you're then, the one who started all this first, Doug. You started it, and then you asked questions, and then we went along. I, no, I didn't really start. I just said, Andrew, name the governors as, like, a joke to see what, if, what you knew. Yeah. yeah and, then, uh-huh. and then it became some serious discussion. Yeah, because you talked about the presidential election, that's why. I don't think I brought that up. Yes, you did. Did I? Yes, you did. I, yes, we. You did. I thought you did. I thought you. I swear you did when you you said something like. You no, yeah, stated. you said the president. You said the presidential election, and then I said Jersey. We're not over yet because we got another election. No, I was just making like a side comment, and but the whole thing got started from you. Yeah, but still, you were the one who brought it up. And then I uh, followed along. <laughs> well, he did say it was the year of the governor. Yeah, 2020. <laughs> right, we'll be right back right after this commercial break. Again, if you're just joining us, we just we just discussed the Super Bowl, uh, the latest on the NBA. <laughs> Andrew had his own political conversation. <laughs> Since Brandon and I are both laughing our brains out, we're going to... We're going to head to a long commercial. I'm also laughing because the Knicks keep blowing laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> oh, boy. Poor Knicks. Poor Knicks. All right. We'll be right back, guys. I'm going to work. Uh, uh, we'll start with work to see what uh, can we do about it. Because I can pitch in money to start with, you know, because... We need that. Look at that. It's uh, like, you know, sad. The pop is crying. We need to do something. And when she gets elected, 
She will do a lot of great work for this town, things that haven't been done before. She's highly respected, highly intelligent, and I'm looking forward to hearing on election day that she is your newest representative, but most importantly, your voice. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Another few minutes. We are back on. <laughs> you guys weren't prepared. You want me to go back to the commercial? No, 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 yeah. we're good. <laughs> All right, Brandon, take a quick time out. I'm going to have Andrew discuss something with me. <laughs> Yo, this show is one of the best I think we've done. Yeah, but let's talk a little politics. More politics before he comes back. Like what? A gubernatorial election next year in New York State. All right, that's all you. Yeah, so uh, next year is the gubernatorial election in New York State, and Cuomo says he wants to run for a fourth term in office, and I'm wondering, will he win the election? Because his father served 12 years as governor, I wonder if he'll uh, he'll break that record. What is he at, 10? He's at 10 now, and then next year will be 11, and then by the time uh, 2023 comes in... It'll be 12. That's 12 right. Years. New York doesn't have any term limits, right? Yeah, right. They don't have any term limits like New Jersey does. All right, so, Andrew, we're going to jump into some Major League Baseball. Dodgers haven't done anything this offseason, right? Yes. So do you think it has to do with, you know, not really having any options? Because they have starting pitching. They have the offense. They have the bullpen. Yes. So you think maybe they're just going with the flow and I think wait they and see, are. and wait and see what happens uh, come deadline. Yeah, I think so because uh, you know they won the championship last year because of all the things you said, and so I think right now they're just waiting to see if they'll get somebody to join their team. All right, so we're gonna bring Brandon back on. Hey. Sorry about that. I got a phone call. The minute, the minute, the commercial ended. <laughs> so I want to talk about the latest proposal that Major League Baseball put out. Expanded playoffs delayed to the season 154-game season. Will we see a delay this year? I'm praying and hoping we don't. I mean, that, that question was for Brandon. Well, I think it's best we do delay. I mean, here's why. I'm not trying to be political here. But I think we need to get more people vaccinated because it helps the fans get back to the, more fans get back to the stadiums. Um, it also gives a chance for more players to get vaccinated, too. So I think it's I think it's this is for the best of everybody. I think it doesn't just help baseball, but it helps the players and it helps the, the community around baseball. So, yeah, I think this proposal, uh, if it gets approved by the Players Association, I think this wants to be a decision tomorrow. Is that correct? I believe so. Yeah, I don't know. They supposedly there's rumors that they like it or they don't like it. They don't like it, so who knows if they'll they'll accept it or not. Uh, but 
I think it's best that they do delay a little bit. Uh, because all, and also, you know, you just, you gotta, you know, again, we, a lot of free agents, I mean, you gotta see what, you know, what goes on. Trevor Bauer is still Trevor out Bauer. there. There's a lot of, there's still a lot of free agents who haven't uh, signed with teams. Just the, the, just the stars, you know, just, you know, the LeMayhews and, uh, you know, uh, you got the, who else signed, uh, who else? Oh, well, well, Lindor was traded. Who else? There was a couple other superstars that was signed. Uh, uh, Springer to Springer, Toronto. Yeah, hey, Springer's the big one. Uh, but yeah, but it gives teams more of an opportunity to fill their rosters in, examine more players, see what they're capable of. You know. So do you think the players. owners want fans in the seats? Yes. Yes. yes I, I think any. I think any owner does. It's just the problem is it all depends on the state you live in and what the governor says back to the politics <laughs> but it's true though i mean it's true though all of us want fans in the stadiums it's just the problem is with these state governors it's all up to them to decide that uh if they want fans in these stadiums it's not the uh it's not the franchise it's the governors in these states so i'm not really trying to have a political discussion but we <laughs> saw with the devils where they had the outbreak the COVID outbreak where there was 10 players on the COVID list. Yes. So do you think there's going to be more of an issue with the players getting COVID than the fans being the issue? Uh, not really sure. But because, or, because originally the problem was, mm -hmm. because of COVID, no fans were allowed into the stands. Correct, right. Andrew? Yes. So now we see it with the Devils. This is the first time where, I mean, we saw baseball where the Marlins, the Cardinals, they had to cancel their games. The The Devils have to cancel their games. Uh, football, there was a few delays, but no cancellations. They moved, they moved a Sunday game to a Tuesday or a Thursday game to a Wednesday. So do you think this issue now is more based on the players getting COVID than the fans? has to be the players the players it has to be if there's no fans in the stadium it has to be all on the players somehow you know i don't know exactly what these guys do outside of hockey but it somehow has to be them well i know the rules are if it's like a road trip they have to stay in the hotel the hotel room they can't they if they get something to eat it has to be in the hotel room so how will we get fans back into the stands well, I think, uh, you know, we got to vaccinate enough people in New Jersey, and we got to convince Governor Murphy to uh, reopen uh, the Prudential Center. So I think that's how we could get the fans back into this, uh, the stands. I mean, you're, you don't think of, like, any safe, safety measures? I mean, that just all depends. Every, just open everything up. That's the way to go. Well, it all depends how we roll, uh, go along with this vaccination process. If we get the goal of getting about, I think, 60 to 70 percent of the population vaccinated, I think then we could reopen everything uh, in the state or in the country, I think it is. So, if we get a good amount of the population vaccinated, I think we could open everything up. If we can't, but we want fans in the stadium, there should be some safety measures. Yeah, I think they can make it work. They made it work for the League Championship Series, the World Series. 
Uh, some NBA teams are making it work. Yeah. They're going to make it work for the Super Bowl. Uh, the Dallas Stars, the Florida Panthers, uh, they're making it work. Yeah. So I think that maybe next year is when we'll start seeing fans for like uh, statewide for the National Hockey League. I think Major League Baseball, we may see some fans. Um, um, uh, okay. The Devils had trouble drawing fans before COVID. What's going to make that change? <laughs> um, I really don't know. You know, um, it's a small market in Newark. Um, they're not really, you know, you have the Ranger fans. You know, it's, hey, at least I'm loyal when I go to every game. What can I say? What can I say? I mean, I took Ange to a game. He had a great time waiting for autographs. <laughs> nah. We know you love the autographs, Andrew. I don't. But the thing, the thing, back to the point, ultimately, I do believe fans will come back. I'm not sure when, but I do believe when you have those sellout crowds, it will be, I believe for like the National Hockey League, it will be the 2021-22 season. I believe we'll see some fans from Major League Baseball this year. I'm not sure how many, but I do believe we'll see at some point. You know, if vaccinations work, I do believe we'll see everyone going back to their, you know, their home crowds, uh, the home crowd, and home crowds are very important. But back to our Major League Baseball topic, I want Brandon to talk about this New York Yankees new rotation, adding uh, Jamison Talon, Corey Kluber. You guys have a rotation to win a World Series this year? Yeah. Uh, well, for some reason, you know, we also got to say we have probably one of the best general managers in all of baseball. Brian Cashman is probably. Oh, yeah, one. he's been there since the 90s. You guys won five really World Championships. And he hasn't done one. I mean, listen, he's made mistakes, obviously, but he hasn't done one. I mean, he's made all the right moves. He's made all the right moves, and he knows how to spend the money wisely. And I think he, by going out, getting Kluber, uh, trading for Jamison Tyon, and even, you know, last year signing Garrett Cole to that large contract, you're setting yourself up to go to the World Series and winning a championship this year. You know, I think right now they have probably the best pitching rotation in the American League East. Uh, you know, when Severino, the problem is, you know, they're not going to have Severino for the first half of the season, knowing when that starts. Uh, he likely, if they did start in March or if they did start in April, he likely would come back in late summer. In, well, probably in early July he'd come back because uh, he's coming off that major injury. Uh, Severino would be a major part of this rotation. Also, Domingo Herman, he had the domestic violence issue. Who knows when he will come back. Uh, but I'm also looking forward to Montgomery. I think he's a guy that could bring a different unique pitch to the game. You know, he's a lefty. He reminds me a little bit of, um, like, a, he could be, like, he reminds me of an Andy Pettit kind of a little bit. Uh, you know, you got the, he's got that tall, he's a tall lefty. Uh, you know, he had he did have that tough injury a couple years ago, but he did come back, and he looked pretty strong when he came back. You know, he, he, he bounced right back, and he looked good again. Uh, but I'm also looking forward to um, the bullpen. I think we got one of the best bullpens, especially signing Darren O'Day. Darren O'Day, you know, you know. Oh yeah, I think that was a good move for you guys. He signed. I mean, not a huge contract, but he's a guy you could bring in maybe in the seventh or eighth inning. You know, he's got a unique sidearm pitch. You know, and the Yankees, 
had tough, and a lot of teams had tough times hitting Darren O'Day. Darren O'Day's a tough pick, a tough guy to hit. And, you know, you also got, you know, Chapman. You got uh, Chad Green. You also have, you know, who else do you have? You got a lot of, you got a lot of guys in that bullpen who, who could, you know, close out the close out games when you have to, and, and shut out hitters in in positions you have to shut them down with, you know, especially in the postseason when you have two men out, guy on third base, you're, you know, you want to go to the ninth inning with a two run lead, you need that clutch pitcher to come in and shut shut them out for you, and I think a guy like Darren O'Day could be that kind of pitcher. So I just looked at my phone and I got a tweet from Nick Klein. Is the you think the Metro done? He wants to know if the Metro out on Trevor Bauer because they did trade for Jordan Yamamoto today. So what's the market for Trevor Bauer? I think they could still sign him. I yeah, mean, they could. They traded Stephen Matz. So if you if you're if we're looking at the Metro rotation right now, obviously Degrom's number one. Uh, Syndergaard is still out, so you're gonna have Degrom, you're gonna have uh, David Peterson up for a spot. Um, Carlos Carras. I think for the Mets rotation, when healthy, Degrom, Syndergaard, Carrasco, those are your top three. Your four could be Yamanato and Peterson, or if they don't get Bauer, if they don't. If they get Bauer, you oh Strowman too. So yeah, I I don't think there's room for him. I mean, even if they don't get Bauer, I still think they have one of the best pitching rotations in all of baseball. I mean, you have Degrom, you have a healthy well when he's healthy, Noah Syndergaard. You have um, who else do you have? There's another guy. Strowman, Carrasco. Strowman, Cookie Carrasco. That's a that's a good pitching rotation right there. I mean, that's a that's a tough hitting pitching. That's a tough that's a tough rotation. Oh, for sure. So going into the season, would you say it's Degrom, uh, Carrasco, Peterson, Stroman, Peterson, Peterson, and Yamato maybe? I think Yamato is gonna. I think I could see him starting in maybe in the bullpen and then. You know, eventually putting him in the starting rotation as the season goes on. And they did say something about Lugo, but I'm not. I think he'll be in the bullpen. Seth Lugo, yeah, he's a, and also Trevor May too. Trevor May is. Uh, they signed him this year, this offseason. He, he's a good pitcher too. It's Trevor May. He's tough. He's a tough guy to hit. See, the thing with the Mets this year is they have a lot of pitchers now, just in case someone goes down to injury or they're inconsistent, like Stephen Matz. They had to move him to the bullpen. Because the guy was struggling. Yes. All right, so we have plenty more to get to. Again, if you're just joining us, this is the Doug Saravo Show, host of Falcons Insider and Faith, Life, and Death. We'll be right back right after this commercial break to discuss more. We'll be right back, guys. Hey, Falcons fans. It's the team reporter here, Doug Saravo. Check us out on the live stream this Thursday at 3.30 p.m. as your Monroe Falcons take on Manalapan. That's 3.30 p.m. on the YouTube channel at Monroe Falcons Hockey.
Games Insider, number one all across Monroe. It's the most viewed. When you look at the statistics, we're getting a lot of good feedback. And I think moving forward that we're going to do a lot of great things. I'm Doug Sharavo, and I approve this message. We are back on the Doug Sharavo show alongside me. We got Andrew Bram and Brandon Schwartz. So Derek Jeter and Larry Walker will be the elected Hall of Famers this year because this year no one was elected. So my question for all of us this time around for our final segment is with no one inducted this year to the Hall of Fame, where do we go next year with A-Rod and David Ortiz? Andrew, I'm going to start with you. Do you see A-Rod or David Ortiz being inducted into the Hall of Fame? We saw what happened with Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Kurt Schilling. Yeah, because uh, A-Rod and David Ortiz were some of the best players in the franchise. Yeah, but do you think the steroid arrow will hurt A-Rod and David Ortiz? Sorry? Do you think the steroid error will hurt David Ortiz and Alex Rodriguez? I don't think so. When you're a good player, you're a good player no matter what happens. You know, many of us go through problems all the time, and, you know, we eventually overcome them, and then we move on from those uh, mistakes and problems we have. So So you're saying there should be no problem for A-Rod or Big Poppy to get in? No, there should not be, regardless of what you've done with your life. So how do you feel about Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds then? Do you think they should be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, you should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, if you're a good player, you should be in the Hall of Fame regardless of what you've done. It doesn't matter. So wait, let me get to this. Uh, let me get down to the point. So you don't believe that the Hall of Fame is this holy, this holy place do you believe that the Hall of Fame is more like a museum and if you have a son named Andrew Brown Jr. that you would take him to the Hall of Fame to show him aspects of Major League Baseball, whether it's a steroid error or not? I would. You know, I would do it. Uh, you know, I would teach him for the fact that, you know, these players might have gone through some crazy things, but they... so you're you're not one of those guys that believe okay, it's they're they use steroids, they don't deserve my vote. Uh, yeah. So you believe that it should be treated like a museum, and no matter if they did steroids or not, they're still part of history of the game. Yes, they and are. And they should be in. They, okay. they should be. 
Yeah, and plus that's what it is. It's a museum, dog. It's a museum of all these things that have happened over the years. So they should do it. All right, so you're, you're not one of those guys where are, they're guilty, they did steroids, they don't belong in the most holy place of Major League Baseball. Yeah. All right, I respect that. Brandon, where do you stand on this? Where, do you see... Do you see someone like Alex Rodriguez, David Ortiz getting inducted? Um, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, I do see uh, at least David Ortiz getting into the Hall of Fame. Uh, but I also could see A. Rod getting into the Hall of Fame. And listen, we could have a whole discussion on the steroid thing. You understand? The guy had a hell of a career. Yeah. He 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 got the Yankees. He won. He helped the Yankees win the 2009 World Series. Without him, he wouldn't have won that World Championship. No doubt about it, because he hit those clutch home runs when they needed us to, especially Game Two of the American League Division Series. Um, but yeah, definitely a. I'm gonna say definitely a Rod should get in the Hall of Fame. Take I, I think a Rod will have no problem. Take away the steroid discussion, because I don't think that should have anything to do with his election to the Hall of Fame. I don't think A-Rod's going to have a problem. Hopefully he you doesn't. Know, Hopefully you, he doesn't. you know Barry Bonds did steroids. You know you knew Roger Clemens did too. They were the main guys. They had uh, hearings at Congress. But the difference with now, especially now where we're in an era of where people believe that drugs could help make you feel better and you know make you play better. I don't think the steroids should be an issue now. The diff- for me, the difference with A-Rod is, yeah, he got caught, he did, he admitted to it, and he took his suspension, he took his suspension like a man, and he came back, he played baseball, he wasn't one of those guys where he tried to fight and says, I did not take steroids, period. And he played even, he even, you could, you could say, even after he had this, even after the suspension he served... Obviously, he probably didn't take any more steroids after that because he learned his lesson. But he played still. He still was a hell of a player even after the suspension he, he went through. He was still hitting home runs. He still had power. He was still a great player after yeah. the suspension he served. I do believe A-Rod's going to get him. Yeah, hopefully. Is. Hopefully, because he definitely deserves it. And he's had, a, he's had a great career even after his baseball playing days. I love watching him on ESPN. And even if you're not a Yankee fan, even if you're a Red Sox fan, even if you're a, a you know, a, you know, a Met fan, you respect Alex Rodriguez. Race fan. Yeah, <laughs> Dodger fan. You respect Alex Rodriguez. I love Aaron. Yeah, you got to respect him. You know, and that's like, you know, that's like the comparison. Like the people like you know Paul Pierce, you know, and I'm a Nick fan. I respect Paul Pierce. So yeah, and vice versa. You know. Respect, you know, you got to respect the stars in our game, you know, because they mean a lot to the community and they mean a lot to, you know, the Hall of Fame also. You think David Ortiz has the same uh, chance? Yeah, I do. I think I think he's going to get in. I think he's going to get in too. I think, um, you know, you also have to look at the idea of, you know, I don't know if the MLB ever thought of this. I don't know if they... Do they go? Does the 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 does the MLB Hall of Fame committee go by loyalty to your friend to, to your town? So, for example, would Alex Rodriguez, you know, if he didn't get into the Hall of Fame, well, since A. Rod was a fan favorite, 
but since he was a fan favorite, do they take that in, into consideration to be in the Hall of Fame, or do they just go by strict play, like how you play in the game? Because sometimes the Hall of Fame, I, feel I think like, it depends on the voter. Yeah, because I don't know if the vote goes by whether you're a fan favorite, like Derek Cheater, or it goes so by how you strictly play. Because I feel like all this stuff could have a factor in your determination. Oh, no, for sure. Play. But like, if you watch Major League Baseball Network. Yeah. Some of these guys talk about uh, a player's war. Some of them talk about his analytics. So a lot of these, a lot of the writers of the BBWA, they 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 use their like own. I'm not, how to say, I'm not sure how to say it, but they use like their own way of voting. Right. Like it's not like here, Braden. This is the guidelines on guidelines on how to vote. Someone might vote for. I might vote for a Rod based on, you know, his clutch home runs, his uh, his stats for sure. While someone might say, "I'm not voting for a Rod. He got suspended." So I really, they, there's no like guidelines into consideration, but I think maybe there should be some in place, because a lot of these guys that vote, they use their own like system in place of this guy's war. You know, he hit a lot of home runs, but his war wasn't that great. So I think you you, you really have to look at look into different considerations on the voting process. Absolutely, and you know, I, there there's also a lot of people that say, you know, do you believe that the whole do you think that the Hall of Fame the way they vote is the right way in selecting a Hall of Famer? Do you think it, do you think it's like do you think they're doing do you think the way they vote is is like, do you think it's an? Do you think they're smart for doing it that way, or or would you like, if you were a voter, would you do it differently than the way they do it now? I think they should change it up a little bit. Derek Jeter, right? He gets, one person didn't vote for him, right? Yeah, one yeah, one person, one, one person. Why, why not? Who knows, man? Like you're you're sitting here thinking he would be one hundred percent. For sure, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I guess they want. I guess uh, they wanted to even the odds out. Yeah, but when you look at the career Derek Jeter had, there's no way one person could not have voted for him. They're probably brainwashed. <laughs> they probably <laughs> brainwashed, or or they broke his heart, or Jeter broke his heart while playing. Probably. Could have been like a, uh, what was that team? Could have been an Orioles fan when the uh, the fan interfered with it, and they and they called it a home run. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that guy's an Orioles fan or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, which play? Which what year was that? I never. I don't remember I don't, that play. Tone, was Tony? I think Tony Tarasco. Twenty. Remember, it was a game. Of, it, no, it was a long time ago, Andrew. Oh, okay. Like the late nineties. Remember oh. when? G Remember when Jeter hit a home run and there was supposedly fan interference in the right field? I don't remember that. You're like two years old, Andrew. But Brandon's a Yankee fan, so he might remember. Uh, I'm, I'm only a year older than uh, Brim, so I, I, I don't remember. I was only three. All right. Let, I'm going to try and pull it up on my phone. Or, uh, wait, I got to download it to play it. But it was like a t t he hit a home run. And Tony Tarasco, like, I think he was a right field. He went to catch it. And the guy blocked. The fan put his glove over it. And 
the Baltimore Oriole was arguing that it should have been fan interference, they called it a home run, and I think the Yankees went to the LCS or the World Series. Right, okay. All right, I'll have to look that up later and see it. Yes, uh, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, and we're going to give our final thoughts of today's episode. We'll be right back. We are back on the Doug Serrano Show. Alongside me, we got Andrew Bram, Brandon Schwartz. Uh, before we get started, next week's episode may be around like 3 o'clock due to a high school hockey game we have around 8. And I believe we will have uh, two other guests on the show with you guys. All right, so we have this comment from Julian Roberts, uh, Steve Bartman, 2003. Another fan interference game. Uh, that was the Cubs versus the Marlins. So, Julian Roberts, highly highly intelligent individual when it comes to sports. Thank you, Julian, for joining us today. So, Andrew, give me your final thoughts on today's show. Oh, it was a great show. You know, we had a lot of fun, a lot of uh, excitement, a lot of enthusiasm. Uh, I liked how we talked about, you know, uh, Super Bowl, of course, which is next week. Happy Super Bowl, by the way. Happy Super Bowl week. You know, for whoever's going to be celebrating. And then, uh, you know, we talked about the Nets' uh, loss last night, which is still humiliating as hell. Yeah, how do you blow that lead, Andrew? It's, I don't know. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. But anyways, uh, that, and then that's Crazy Doug hops right into politics, and then I... Uh, oh, Crazy Doug, that's my name? Yeah, Crazy Doug. Uh, uh, it talks politics and I have. Alright, so hold on. It's probably backwards, but Brandon, that's the. Oh, that was. Uh... Okay, that was yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, that was the fan interference. I, I mean, I've probably seen highlights of it. I I don't remember that in person. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Andrew, continue. But anyways, yeah. So, anyways, we talked about politics. And if for any of you guys that live in New Jersey watching this, we do have a gubernatorial election this year. It's going to be, it looks like it's going to be Phil Murphy, uh, the incumbent, against Jack Cittarelli, Republican uh, former assemblyman from Somerset, New Jersey. How do you know all of this? I looked it up. I looked it up. I love how you always do prep for politics, but when it comes to talking about sports, (laughs) you let it go. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. So that's what's going on in New Jersey. So New Jersey and Virginia are the only two states this year that have gubernatorial elections. And the next year is about 10 to 15 that have them next year. You know, next year is uh, midterms. What's midterms? Congress, Senate. Oh, yeah. And the New House. York's, New York's next year. Can't wait for... I hope it's the end of Cuomo next year because he's been around forever. He's been around for eternity since 2011. Damn. Shit, I was a junior in high school. 
Yeah, and can you believe it's been almost 10 years since you got out of high school? <laughs> thanks for reminding me. <laughs> I know it's been 10 years since I've been out of high school. Damn, that's crazy. Are you going to the reunion? I don't know. All right, but anyways, lastly, we talked about that, and then we were talking about a little bit about the MLB. Not too exciting, but it's still a good thing. You know, probably when the games start, we'll start talking more about it. So, but overall, it's a great show, like usual. And, yeah, we always have a good show. And I'm hoping it gets even more exciting as we get more people to watch us, more people to talk with us. And that's pretty much it. Alright, so before we finish Final Thoughts, I just want to give a quick shout out to Jillian Roberts for, the, for being named the Comet of the Day with this. The Devils had trouble drawing fans before COVID. What's going to make that change? So, Jillian, we're gonna we're gonna do that from now on. Uh, with the today with Jillian Roberts, we'll have a comment of the day uh, segment every week. All right, Brandon, what's your final thoughts on today's episode? Oh, before I do that, I just got an alert that the uh, but did you see the MLPPA just rejected the proposal. Oh, they did. They just rejected. Yeah, it. They, just, they just rejected. If we had a feeling, they would anyway, because they always find a way to do that. Um, my final thoughts: um, We had a great show. I think, especially this week, we're gonna have, uh, you know, as we're, we're, we're all we're all excited uh, for the Super Bowl, for the Super Bowl on Sunday. Um, it was a pleasure uh, talking with you guys, like usual. Yeah, uh, for sure. And and again. Bram, those Nets, man. They had they. How do you lose that game? How do you it's lose so that stupid. game? It's so stupid. I think they were. Uh... They were lost last night. I think they were uh, in Disneyland last night. I think that's why they lost the game. They must have been in Disneyland in their head last night. Yeah. No, I mean, they, they played in Washington, Andrew. <laughs> Quickly. I know, but I'm saying in their head. Didn't you hear me? In their head. They're in Disneyland in their head. They were probably thinking of themselves in Disneyland last night. Uh, that makes me happy. Go ahead. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that. But... Anyways, yeah, I know it's stupid. Like, how could one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference, with the, uh, because when you focus on playing offense, Andrew, you not you don't really care about defense. Yeah, that's true. And but that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Seems like when I play offense, seems to be my struggle. But defense is more my thing. It's 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 like playing hockey. You 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 could be up. You could score. Be one of the top offenses in the game. And score five, six goals a game, but it's it's never fun when it's always tight. Where you have a four nothing lead, then it's four four again. Yeah, I'm very aggressive on defense. When I play defense in basketball, I'm very aggressive. You've seen those games I played at the New York Sports Club, Brandon, when we were there. You yeah, saw you how aggressive. Good, yeah, I saw your defense. Your defense. Yeah, I was very aggressive with those guys. Very well, aggressive. When you played at the rec, Anthony used to tell me that you were you were trash. Who? RT. RT. Who? Say that again. I didn't hear it well. RT. Who? Oh, RT. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He said your basketball game is trash, Andrew. Well, that's RT. He's. I don't want to bring him up. I don't want to say any. I don't want to say anything rude to him. That guy. No, you don't want to say anything. He. He's a good kid. Yeah. But you really have a good b-ball game. Yeah, sure. Just that offense. So the offense is really what sucks, but defense Why, you, is good. You, you can't take a shot. 
Yeah, it seems like I can't, but defense, though, I'm, like, aggressive like a bull here. Well, you you, you were always good like that. Yeah. Your dad, your dad tells me all the time how you were a good uh, defensive guy in soccer. Yeah. No, it was basketball, I think he said. No, but you played soccer in high school. Yeah, like one year, and that was it. Yeah, he still doesn't understand why you quit. Yeah, because I didn't, dude, dude, because it was too much for me. He understands because he knew it was too much for me. He knew the schedule was too hectic, and also those guys on the team were terrible. They they didn't fit in my league. They didn't fit in my league at all. Oh, your league? Yeah, my league, as in like guys that I could really interact with and guys that I would possibly hang out with. You know? What type of girls are in your league? I don't know. But <laughs> All right, let's save that for a different day. Yeah. I just wanted to see your reaction. But yeah, no, those guys—they just—they weren't like the guys I wanted to hang out with. They didn't seem like guys that I would ever hang out with. Oh, so like, uh, I'm not gonna say his name. Are you talking about the sports club? No, no, no. We're talking about me playing in uh, soccer that one year in high school. Oh, you played soccer? I never do that. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah, like one year. Andrew's a freshman at best. Mm, okay. <laughs> he didn't even make it to JV. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, you were on the actual soccer team? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, oh, oh that. It's hard oh, wow. to believe. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's fun. Yeah. No, How many sucked. goals did you score? Like two. I'm not bad. Yeah. There you go. Were you like the popular kid on the team? I guess. I don't remember. That was like seven years ago now. I've like kind of forgotten now. You probably weren't. Yeah. Pr- no, I think I was. I was at some point. No, let's be for real, Andrew. You probably weren't. I don't know. But I don't care at this point. <laughs> High school was seven. That was seven years ago. I just want to move on. All right. So my final thoughts, and then we'll have more uh, discussions if you want. Seven years ago, this was a good episode. We talked a lot about uh, you know the Super Bowl, the awards predictions, some baseball, some NHL. Great interaction with our fans, commenting on Facebook, YouTube. Uh, Julian Roberts with the, you know, the question of the, I mean, the comment of the day. Uh, you know, it was a good episode. So, Andrew, you like being out of high school? In the When I first got out, I was very sad, and I wasn't too thrilled about being out because I was so used to life as it was before I got out of school. You know, I was used to seeing all these people in high school and just used to being with them for all these years and just... And when I was in high school, I enjoyed life, you know. It seemed like a lot of things were going my way, and, you know, it seemed like at that point in my life, everyone was becoming really cool with me. And then, you know, I left, and, you know, first year or so, it was tough. But then as time went along, I realized that, you know, there's a lot of things to look forward in real life than there is in high school. Oh, and, for sure. Yeah. And eventually I got used yes. to the fact that... Sorry. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> the, Knicks, the, Anyways, Knicks, the Knicks just tied the game at 100. Anyways, I eventually got used to life that I'm living now. Man, that was funny, Brandon. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. All right, but anyways, <laughs> but anyways, though, uh, you know, as, as soon as enough time had passed, I got used to the life I'm living now, where I'm not seeing all these people I used to see every single day, 
And, you know, I got used to the fact that, you know, I'm going to be seeing all these different people all over the place over enough time. And eventually I realized it was it was fun. Life like this is fun. You know, meeting all these new people, not having to deal with some of these annoying people I used to deal with in high school every day. And you realize out of high school who your real friends are. And you realize who you like and who you don't like after high school. Who you really like and don't like after high school. Me, you, me, Brandon Madison, uh, Miki. <laughs> you guys had a reunion. You had a reunion for high school. You had like a reunion. Uh, I think mine's next year, but I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, we, Marlboro doesn't do that. We 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 have we should do that. That's actually a good idea. That's a very good idea. Yeah, yeah we've had one. Uh, yeah, Oldbridge I think does it too. Yeah. Yeah, mine's like ten next year, ten years. Yeah, we should we should do something like that at Marlboro. I don't know why we never do. Yeah, I don't know. Ames, you got any regrets from high school? Uh, I'm trying to think now. Because um, I have one. What's your regret? You really want to know? Sure. Honestly, I wish I ran for class president. Yeah, that's true. And I would have won. My regret, so some of the regrets I have is that I should have been more realistic about who I was as a person. I should have been more realistic about that. I think that's yeah. a regret I have in high in high school. And if I thought, and if I thought that way, maybe my I would have been a whole other person. Maybe, but who knows? Yeah, maybe. But, Brandon, you got any regrets from high school? Um, any regrets? Eh, not really. Not really. Uh, I just it was my fault. I never really talked to a lot of people. I should have. Oh, that's game. Zach Levine, he's a great player. He just he just hit a, a three to, to give him a Is six he on the trade market? Because I've been hearing for the last few years that he would be out the door. Yeah, he's going to leave eventually. Uh, the Knicks were in the, the Knicks wanted him, uh, but I don't think he's going to end up coming to the Knicks because I don't think the Knicks have enough to give up for him because he's a good player. Um, about high school. Well, not really. I don't really have any uh, regrets. Yeah, well, high school's a joke, so... I should have talked to, I should have, listen, I was always, a, I was always a shy person. I never really talked to a lot of people, um, but I'm not as shy anymore um, as I, you know, I get older. As you get older, you feel more matured and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not, I feel more, you know, when you're an adult, you feel more confident. like confident in yourself, you know? Yeah, no, that's the same thing with me, but uh, yeah. at least with me, the difference between you and me is that I at least try to talk to a couple as many people as I could. It's just oh, like, you talk to everyone, Andrew. Yeah, it's just problem is the guys in Monroe are a bunch of skullheads. Monroe High School. Yeah, they're a bunch of skullheads. Trust me, yeah. bunch of knuckleheads. They're a bunch of knuckleheads. Those people in high school. Andrew, we still are alive. I hope you know that. <laughs> yeah, we are. That's true. People in Monroe are a bunch of knuckleheads. That's why I want to get out of here one day. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind staying in Jersey too much, but it's just Monroe. Where would you want to live? What, if I lived in Jersey? Yeah. Probably down the shore. The shore? Oh, yeah, the shore. Because I enjoy the shore. You know, I love to go to the beach every summer. I what was that one beach we went to? Monmouth Beach. No, it was the one we didn't have to pay for it. Yeah, that was Monmouth Beach. Was that the one when Brandon and Rosh was there? <laughs> no, that was Long Branch. You paid. You, I, you had to pay. No, remember there was one where we didn't have to pay? Yeah, that was Monmouth Beach, and we went with Miki. 
Oh, we went with Miki. All right. Where yeah. do where do we go with Ross and Brandon? Long Branch. Long Branch. Do you know where Ross parked his car that day? Uh, he parked <laughs> it on the sand. <laughs> yeah, remember those bit, those women, those annoying women at the beach? When we Which one? Long Branch. Wait, was that the one? I remember that day. Yeah. Was that the one where you, where we weren't like six feet apart? Yeah. Oh, and yeah, I was. I remember that. You remember that day? Yeah. <laughs> I looked like the good guy. Yeah. We I were. Just... Wait, let me tell the story. We weren't six feet apart, right? Right. And. <laughs> they 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 said they're like that's not six feet guys and then here I go acting like the good guy <laughs> yeah I know I keep telling them this ain't six feet and then they're like I guess they don't listen to you <laughs> yeah dude I would have just said go after yourself all right Andrew let's keep this show PG yeah that's true I would have just gave, given them you know the little bird and then <laughs> tell them to screw off oh Andrew. Dude, it's not like their business that, to know. That was with Ross, right? Yeah, that was with Ross. But I was just like, all right, let's not cause a fight here, you know. But I took all the credit for being the good guy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We had a, you know, 2020 was an interesting year, but we had a lot of memories. Yeah, we did. Yeah, absolutely. The best was, um, at Brandon's house and Ross parked a car in the middle of the street. Yeah, that was funny. And then I remember the, uh, your, uh, what was it, your stand, your cover, your umbrella came apart, Brandon. Oh, where? Oh, was, that, I don't, was that my umbrella? Yeah, remember the MLB game? Remember the big rainstorm? Oh, yeah, at the when we watched oh, the Yankee yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it was my fault because I didn't know that there was rain coming. I should have planned it a little better. Uh, yeah, well, it was my fault, too. Well, it was yeah. kind of my fault, too, because but I the, took off. To, to make to, to make peace, I ended up buying my father a new tent. It was only forty five bucks. So yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I bought, I bought him I bought him a new tent. So thank God. Yeah, yeah I remember that day. Yeah. yeah, and I feel bad. He got absolutely soaked. He got. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, he was soaked. out there cleaning it up. I remember that. And your mom got mad because she was afraid. Well, I think she. See, I think she's a little better now because she did get the. She's gonna get the second vaccine. In a, in a week, I think. In a week, she's going to get the second vaccine. So she's totally, she'll be totally cured. She'll be totally yeah. from, immune. So I don't think she'll be. She's, I don't think she's worried anymore. And we had a lot. We had a lot of memories last year. Yeah, despite everything that went on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my favorite the memory. Was fun. What? The summer was really fun. It yeah, was. it was. My favorite part was uh, was Christmas Day, with you, Doug. At your house? Yeah, my house. And remember when my dad sat in front of the... Uh, <laughs> oh, Brandon, did you hear the story? Never, no, I haven't heard it. So I went to church, right? And I'm standing in the back just in case they needed me to read in the overflow mass. Yeah. And Pete sits down, Andrew's dad, sits down in an aisle he's not supposed to. So the lady in the back must have thought I was like supposed to be this security guard and tell people where to not sit. So, she's like, see that guy over there? And I'm like, who, that guy? And I knew it was peace, so I tried to, like, avoid it. I'm like, who, over there? She's like, yeah, that guy over there. He's not supposed to sit there. So I go to Pete, I was like, Pete, I know you and I are good friends, but you can't sit here. He's like, ah, all right. (laughs) (laughs) And I actually knew that was coming because I went to church the night before Christmas. 
by myself because I had a feeling my dad was going to make that move for some reason. Yeah. And I feel like he was going to sit in front of one of those annoying people and <laughs> and they would be like, move over. I just had that weird feeling for some reason. Weird so be, before we go out, Brandon, why do you think Zach Wilson is going upward for the Jets? Who? Zach Wilson, the quarterback from BYU. BYU, okay. Um, well, they supposedly think this guy's a really good player. Because he was at number eight in the mock drafts, and now he's at number two. And when you're at number two in mock drafts, you know you know that there's something there's something brewing here. Uh, so I think uh, well, the, the Jets need another. So I agree with you with the Deshaun Watson thing. I don't think he's going to end up coming to the Texans because did you see the press conference yesterday? With the uh, with the gen- with the Matt, uh, where they said they're not trading him, he's staying with the yeah. Texans. Um, so you got to have a backup plan, and I think maybe this guy's the way to go. Um, or even maybe Justin Fields. If, I mean, I don't know what pick. Well, what do the Jets have? A second pick? Yeah, they have number two. So they I'm could. Surprised. They really could go for Justin Fields if they wanted to. Yeah. I'm surprised he's not up. I'm surprised he's not up in the draft. Yeah, I would go with Justin Fields over over this guy. I mean, listen, I'm sure he's a really good player, but I, I mean, Justin Fields has been talked a lot more. I mean, he's been known. I mean, he's been he's been he's been he's been ready to go to he's been ready to go to the NFL for a while. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. So I, I, I mean, in my opinion, I would just say go with Justin Fields over Zach. I mean, I'm sure he's a good player, but I would go with Justin Fields. Yeah, because I'm sure um, Atlanta may want a quarterback. He, Zach Wilson could be a good fit. Learn from Matt Ryan. Um, there's a couple teams that could use a quarterback. Maybe the Saints, but I think uh, Winston will be the guy. Uh, maybe the Patriots. Uh, maybe the Buccaneers, but who knows with Brady how long he plays. Um, so there's a couple teams out there that could use a quarterback. And, you know, it's going to be interesting once the Super Bowl ends to see where things go. Um, It already got started with the trade of Matthew Stafford to Jared Goff. And I I heard Matthew Stafford did not want to go to New England. Right. He he probably wanted to go somewhere warm and nice, you know? Yeah. So what do we... Well, and on this note, where do you see the LA Rams going now that they have a quarterback like Matt Stafford? Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, Matt Stafford isn't a young quarterback. I mean, how old is he? He's got to be in his 30s. Like 31, 32? Oh, he's not that old. Okay, I thought he was a lot older for some reason. Um, yeah, I think they'll be good. The only problem I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried about with the Rams is they gave up a lot of picks. Mm-hmm. Now, let's just say something happens to Stafford. He goes down with a major injury and is not able to play, and he ends up calling it quits or wanting out. You know, you lost a lot of you lost your future could be in jeopardy. You don't know you, you don't have those picks anymore. You trade unless them. they unless they truly love John Rawford as a starting quarterback. Right, I forgot about him. He's a good quarterback too. But yeah, I mean, you gave up a lot of picks for him. You gave up three. You gave out. You gave what three picks? Mm-hmm. Three they don't picks. have them until they don't have a first round till twenty twenty seven, I believe. Oh, it's that. Yeah. Oh, it's twenty twenty seven. That's the one. Or twenty twenty four. Oh, shoot. Wow. All right, they, so tra- yes. they traded a few for Jalen Ramsey. They traded a few, f- and they traded three for uh, uh, Stafford. So maybe they think they could win now at Stafford. 
We'll see. see. It's, I think it's gonna be. A, I think the Rams just gotta just gotta play around with it and see what happens. You know, see see how it works. Not not everything's gonna work out for the. You know, not everything's gonna work out. So you know, if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. You know, everybody has to fit into the team in a certain way. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We, we'll see. But yeah. One more thing. I went to a few other beaches and yeah. nothing happened. Well, I was spaced out anyways because I went to deal and uh, yeah, I went to deal a few times and it was fine. But uh, once I sat next to someone and they didn't care during last uh, last summer, they didn't care. Most not- people, most people were pretty pretty good. Most yeah. people were very easy going on the beach. Yeah, most people were cool. Yeah, it just it was just that those two ladies that were annoying as hell that one day. Yeah. They were You're wrong. That's what I said. I told them this one's in six feet. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, yeah, that was funny. Well, they were clearly a lot older than us. They clearly... Yeah. I don't know how old they were, but clearly past the age of 30. They clearly were older, so... Yeah, but... So, uh, Brandon, Nick's lost? Yeah. If R.J. Barrett hit that three, he, uh, they would have probably taken the lead, but... Uh, they lost by eight. They lost by eight, and I think Chicago covered because I think they were the favorite by three. So they covered this game. Oh wow, that's good. Yeah, but I uh, go back. They just got to go back and play Wednesday against the Bulls and see if they could. You like these two game, these series now that they're doing with the with these teams, like the Knicks, the Knicks were in Chicago to play two games in a row, and then you had the Nets a while ago play the Heat two times in a row. Do you like do you like do you like the series that they do now? Uh, I think I think it's good for COVID, so they don't really have to travel. Oh my, uh, pre-COVID times, um, you know, you could have the, you could have like the Sixers go to Boston, and then after Boston, go to like Chicago or Miami. So I think it's better for not not to travel too much. And I think it's also good because it helps you learn your mistakes from what you did. You know, oh yeah, they don't they they could learn it right away and go back try and again the next game. Go back to the locker room and you watch film and you see what you did wrong and then you go back you go back out a couple nights later play the same team and the same players and you see what you did wrong and try to fix it yeah exactly what do you think uh the uh the times are going to be like after this is completely said and done for good oh man the question is will the businesses be back to normal you know new york city's in major major deficit right now oh I mean, yeah all- i know that's why i hope cuomo's voted out and the same thing well de blasio's out anyways but I hope there's just a better mayor in New York City. Yeah. Well, yeah, supposedly Max Rose. I don't know if you guys know. You guys know Max Rose, Congressman Mac, Max Rose. He was no. told. I, me, I've heard of him. I think he was gonna run for mayor, and then he decided he, you know, he wasn't good enough. So I guess he dropped out. But yeah, you, you need a guy that will unify the city. I mean, listen, we're in a COVID pandemic right now. We, we need a, we need to get the economy back going again. You know. Maybe yeah. it is Andrew Yang. Yeah. Maybe he's not a career politician. He might be able to do something good. And he's from the well. He he went. To yeah, he's from New York. New, I think he went to SUNY New Falls, I believe. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and everyone's moving to Florida. The economy because the, the governor and the economy there are doing very well, and it's affordable. Oh yeah, for there. sure. Yeah, I'm thinking moving there one day. I think all three of us are. Oh man! I want to go to Florida. By the, by the way, this weather is today. Uh, we gotta get. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, all. I don't want to deal with the snow. 
Go yeah, down to Florida, either. you live there, you play golf every day, you know, you play golf a lot, you know. You... I would definitely move to Florida. Well, I gotta go where my career takes me, Bart. If ever, you could do things virtual, that's the good part. You should, yeah. work for, you should work for the Miami Dolphins, Doug. The Miami Dolphins are hiring a lot of people. I know a couple of people yeah. that just got hired by the Miami and Dolphins. Doug, and Doug, you know, one thing I want to do when I'm in Florida is swim at the beach. That's the one thing that I can't miss ever. Yeah, I know you love the beach. Yeah. Deerfield Beach in Florida. You know Deerfield Beach? No. Deerfield Where's Beach. That? Uh, it's, it's near um it's it's like 40 miles north of Miami. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's is one that of the nicest one of the nicest so, beaches. It's beautiful there. Oh, that's beautiful. good. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, and, and uh, the beach the beach is all over there, beautiful. Yeah, I know, of course. I've been to Daytona. It's nice over there. Yeah, I went I to Daytona for uh 27. What? No, I went there in 2007. Oh, yeah. I went there, I think it was 2009 or so. Yeah, so that's when I went. Brian, what were you saying about Daytona? Uh, Daytona's good, but I like, see, to me, when I, like, if I'm going to Florida, I need to be, I want to be like, you know where West Palm Beach is? Oh, yeah, by Miami. Yeah. I want to be, I want to be in South, I think South Florida to me is like, I feel like it's the most... Yeah. Tropical there, you know. It's you feel. Oh like yeah, because it's closer to the equator. Yeah, you feel like it's more like Florida down there. You know, you feel. More yeah, like, Northern's not as close, but I know mean, what I, I like, like about Orlando, Northern. I like Tampa. You know, there's. What I like about Northern Florida, like especially where my grandpa lived, Ormond Beach, Daytona, is that a lot of things were close. Orlando was only an hour away from where he lived. Uh, oh, it's very Jackson, close. Yeah. yeah, Jacksonville only an hour away. Georgia only about an hour and a half away from where he lived. He lived only three hours away from South Carolina, two hours from Tampa, and about three to four hours from Miami. Oh, what city? What city is he living? He lived in Ormond Beach. Ormond Beach. That's so in Daytona. How far are we away from Florida? About ten out, ten to fifteen hours. Right, I'm driving. driving. You're driving. You're driving. Yeah, yeah. Flying that's what I'm you get there in two. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend I'm gonna go on a flight for 15 hours to go to Florida. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, take it a 15 hour yeah, flight 15 to hours. India. That's what you should do. Take a 15 hour flight to India. Or a 20 hour flight to Australia. I think that's the longest flight. To yeah, Australia. I can't do that. No, I can't do that, dude. I couldn't stand it. Uh, sit in a in a plane for eight hours when I went to Spain one year. Yeah. You going back to Ecuador? Maybe. I want to go to the Dominican Republic or uh, beautiful there, awesome. or Mexico. Those are places I want to visit. I already Ecuador. I already visited. You know, I want to go to places I've never been to. The countries I've been to. Uh, All right, let's hear this list now. Canada, Spain, and Ecuador. Those are the only three countries I've been to. And then if I want to go to like some other European countries, I can just fly to Spain, stay with my family, and then take the train to go to some of these European countries. Oh yeah, that's right, you got family out there. Yeah, that's why I went to Spain. I thought it was in Ecuador. Yeah, they, yeah they're from Ecuador, it's just half of them moved to Spain. Oh, they moved to Spain? Yeah, right. That's good. Yeah, they're in Barcelona, which is like a New York, uh, uh, it's the New York of Spain. That's kind of what it feels like. It feels like New York is Spain. And they're good. Nice. They don't soccer there. Uh, big soccer. That's a big soccer town, right? Oh yeah, it is. Barcelona, Madrid. Those are big soccer towns. Yeah. I love. I love Bermuda. Oh, Bermuda's beautiful. Yeah, you went there. Yeah, I would definitely live there. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I want to be in Florida because I want to be in the States. And, you know, and then, you know, there's a lot of things around me. Yeah, especially, you know what? And, and, and it's, you know what? It's, and also the people there are very nice. All year around, the people are never in bad moods down there. They're always in a good, happy mood. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to move out of here. Yeah. I mean, the people are nice here in Jersey, but only when they get only when they get what they what they get what they want. When they don't get what they want, they're not nice, you know. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. yeah. You know the drill, but uh, but yeah, Florida people are very nice. They never have any problems or anything, you know. They're always yeah. There's no income tax. That's why. Yeah, that's yeah. why. And also, <laughs> there's no state tax. Yeah, that's exactly. why all the that's why all the seventy all the uh, sixty five and over people moved down there. Yeah, that and that's why my grandpa moved there too. It's a, for yeah, it's ten a great, years. It's a great place to live. Yeah, to live. yeah. He lived in a nice retirement development. I went to, I went there, bef- right before he moved there, and it was amazing to stay there. Oh, it's awesome! It's, Dude, and, it's great. And there's a lot more. The developments down there are picking up. There's a lot more opening. Uh, oh yeah, the, of especially, especially in the bulk of Rattan area, they're op- they're building so much. They have so much open land over there. They're building so many communities. Yeah, in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, yeah, they're all doing that. Fort Lauderdale is like um, a lot of. Uh, they don't have as many communities there. I think they're mostly like high rises and uh, like little, you know, like little apartments and stuff in Fort yeah. Lauderdale. Have you ever I, been to Flagler Beach by any chance? I think I've been there. Before. I've heard of it. I've yeah, heard. It's, I've like, never it's been right there. by Warman. That's where it is. I heard Fisher Island's nice. You ever heard yeah. of Fisher Island? No. I think that's near Miami. Yeah. yeah Orlando's the, nice. The best thing to do. I don't know if you've done it. We do it, well, my, me and my family, we go, obviously not this year with the pandemic. We go on a cruise out of Miami. Mm-hmm. We go, where do you go? We, well, on the, where do we go on the cruise? Yeah. We go, well, we, we go to once, sometimes we go to Nassau, the Bahamas. Ooh. One year we went to, well, this, this, was, this was a really good cruise. One year we went to uh, Aruba, Curacao. And uh, we also went to uh, Turks and Caicos. That was a good. That was oh, yeah. oh, nice. Yeah, Doug, you were on a cruise recently, right? Yeah, yeah. last year, uh, twenty nineteen, we went to Bermuda. And that's when he met Carl. Yeah, Carl. Who's Carl? Uh, he's a good friend of ours. Carl, oh, if you're watching. Uh, Carl, if you're watching, oh, shout out to Carl. I, I thought you said his name was Coral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carl. How you doing, Carl? Yeah, so Doug met a guy on the cruise ship named Carl from upstate New York. Yeah, he's he was a good going friend. to get him a job. Shh, we, we can't say this on the air. All right. <laughs> Fine. But no, uh, cruises are fun, man. They're the best. They're the yeah, best. I haven't They're been home. on a cruise ever. I've only been on a plane, and that was it. And those industries are hurting. The cruise industry. Yeah, they are. They're, yeah, that's they're, why they're we got to. They're getting really, really hurt. Yeah. You know what's but a good place to visit really that's not too far from here? Ocean City, Maryland. That's a pretty good place, too. Ocean City, Maryland. Yeah, a lot of people go there. Yeah, I went there, there a few years back. After I got out of high school, I went there with my parents. It's oh, not, yeah? Yeah, it's not too far. It's like four hours or so. Not too far, not too close. It's out of state. It's right here. So it's, it's good. And they have good hotels, and the city's way better than some of the towns in Jersey. Oh, man. Anything is better than Jersey, Andrew. Well, not Pennsylvania, and New York's worse. My father's telling me he wants to move back to Staten Island one day. People yeah. say they want to move back to Staten Island because, first of all, they don't they don't they don't tax your income. Your you know your you know people that work for. Uh, I wouldn't want to live there. 
don't well, want to live there. It depends where you live. I mean, so, I'd go back, but not to no, live. You, got, you live in Tottenville. You know, Tottenville, right by the bridge. That That's the best place to live. Because it's oh, it's it. You feel like it's Jersey over there because it's like doesn't look like New York City. Like I mean, I would probably live there, but yeah. No, I want. I don't want to go back to Staten Island. I mean, yeah. I don't like let's say, that. like let's say you get like a job in Staten Island, you get a job in the city, you could travel anywhere. You travel from Jersey it doesn't really make a difference. Oh yeah, most people, a lot of people go from Jersey to Staten to uh, the city. Every no, day. they go. They go from uh, moving wise. They go from Brooklyn. Then they go to Staten Island, and they all move to Jersey. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the migration of people living. No, but that's how it is. But you could travel for work from New Jersey oh. to. Yeah, and it's you know it's so crazy. We're all from Staten Island, and yet all of us ended up moving to Jersey. Yeah, but yeah. the best part, Andrew, is you guys moved right next to us. Yeah. Where Your in Staten Island did you guys live? They, well, I lived there for like two months, maybe or four months. Moved here in September, but my dad and Andrew's dad were neighbors on Stroud Avenue. Stroud Avenue. I have no idea where that is. Yeah, we lived in, um, are you familiar with uh, Annadale? No. I barely know anything around Staten Island. Yeah, you know, I go to Staten Island, like, a lot. I I was only a Wait, is Annadale by, you know, there's, uh, there's, like, a gym, there's, like, a McDonald's. You're talking about, um, oh, you're talking on Arthur Hill Road. Yeah, or is that Annadale? That's um, that's yeah, that's kind of yeah, that's Annadale. I lived right over there since until I was in third grade. Nice. Right yeah, off, the, <laughs> right off the highway. I lived. You could see the um, my house was literally right. Um, my house was on the highway. I lived in New Dorp. That's what I was told by my parents because I don't really remember being in Staten Island because I was only an infant. I moved out. You remember being at the beach though? No, I don't. You used to tell me all the time you lived in an apartment, and then you would go to the beach, and that's yeah, why you lived my the beach. Parents told, yeah, because my parents told me about it, oh, all and right. they showed me pictures, and I went to visit that apartment building a few times, but that was it. Yeah, we used to go see you there. Yeah, I don't remember that. I was too young. I, I was three when I moved out. I was too. I was only a baby. Right. So I don't remember that. My my whole life has been in Jersey, and everything I remember. Jersey, you know. I don't yeah, remember. I mean, I, I think Jersey's good. I think they're very good. You know, you got to have money to live here. You know, it's not cheap to live Oh, for Jersey. sure. Oh, and yeah. if Phil Murphy keeps raising the taxes, everyone's going to oh, be out the door. Have, but the good thing is he is, ra- well, he is raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour, I think, by 2023. 23. Well, that's good. That's good. But the problem is going to be, you know, more taxes will be taken out of people's paychecks probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's why I want Jack Chitterelli as the governor. So if they if they elect this guy, well, he won't he won't raise taxes. This guy, Jack no, he, want, he wants to lower property taxes and gas oh, taxes. Okay, that's what All he right. wants to do. He feels like New Jersey's broken. That's what he feels. It like. is. Yeah, that's what he feels like. He wants to lower the property taxes. He wants to solve the housing crisis, the uh, the economic crisis. Job all right, Andrew, tell us all about uh, New Jersey and its uh, taxes. You're good at politics, so talk to us about this. So Jack Chitterelli feels like the state is broken. <laughs> he feels like it's broken. He feels like taxes are high. The business climate is uh, is at brink here. He feels like small businesses are sh- uh, being shuttered, especially now with the pandemic. Um, he... He... Sorry. So anyways, Imagine if the show ends up being three hours long. 
No, two that'd hours. Two hours, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd it's about two hours. That'd be the longest show we've ever done, right? Yeah. But anyways, uh, Jack Chitterelli, he wants to solve the uh, property tax crisis, the housing crisis, the economic crisis, right. and the job climate crisis. That's what he wants to do. Uh-huh. And he wants to make, uh, he wants to do more funding for education and you know he wants to create more opportunities job and uh, work opportunities especially for the younger population yeah for you and I right and we he got feels our lives like ahead Phil, of us and he feels like Phil Murphy doesn't understand New Jersey and he thinks it's because he wasn't born here wasn't raised here never went to school here he never worked here he never owned a business here and he, he thinks that county, he doesn't understand what county government does during a, a crisis like this. Yeah. That's what, in the state of New Jersey. But yeah, I mean, Murphy, I mean, he's a good, I mean, I like him. I think he's done, he's worked, he's worked his butt off during this pandemic. I think he's done a great job. Um, but again, you know, things are getting expensive in the state again, you know, gas. Exactly. The gas is going up, you know, and, I, and and I'm a guy who works, you know, with gas. I exactly. I, you know, I'm a, I deliver food, and my, you know, I gotta fill up gas at least twice a week. Yeah, I just paid thirty dollars for plus gas yesterday. For, for plus gas? Yeah, for plus. Uh, Normally right. it costs me about twenty five, twenty two. But did you fill up? Did you fill up the whole tank? Yeah, I filled it. Yeah, it was plus. Yeah, like when the pandemic began. A, a whole tank could have cost twenty dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and gas then, was like maybe one ninety. Well, I, yeah. I, yeah, one. Exactly. Now we're at what two fifty five. Yeah, yeah exactly. because you know why the stay the stay at home orders lifted and everybody's out again. So. Yeah, and they uh, and also they had a budget to meet, so that's why. Yeah, but at least you know what? I rather them raise the price of gas and kind of feel like we're kind of heading back to normality. You know. Yeah. So it's that's not like true. A, that's a good thing. It's kind of a good. Yeah, a but good before thing. it was like two twenty three, two thirty though for gas in Jersey. Yeah, that's why some people like getting these electric cars, you know, like the Teslas and stuff. Oh yeah. This way, all you gotta do is just pull over and charge your car, you know. Yeah. But those cars are a fortune. Oh yeah, of course. You gotta sell your heart for that. Oh my God, I know a couple of people who have it, and they said it like they're like the fastest cars they've ever had. Ooh, yeah, they are. They 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 turn really like quick. Yeah. They do. They do. Absolutely. I got. This was a good show. This was, I gotta say, this this was really fun. This was yeah. really fun. Yeah, we had like we have like more of a conversation like than just question answer. Yeah, well, and uh, that's what that's the best thing to do. Yeah, Doug, I'll be seeing you on Saturday, right? We're going down the shore on Saturday, I think. Uh, yeah, it's summer like that. Yeah, and then Brandon Sunday. Yeah, I'll be working Sunday. I hope this is a lit weekend because if we're doing all the, I'm doing all these things. Yeah, but you know, you know what sucks? What? Super Bowl is cl- the Super Bowl is over around like eleven o'clock, ten thirty, eleven o'clock. Restaurants are going to be closed by ten o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, but Johnny Max won't be closed because they got they got a tent outside. Oh, well, that's good at least. Yeah. What are you guys going to do on Saturday when you go down to shore? Uh, we're going out to dinner somewhere. Oh, who, who just you guys and are your families? Uh, uh, families. Oh, nice. So who's yeah. going? Your mom. Your mom. Uh... Uh, my mom, my mom, my mom's sister, my my aunt, uncle. Nice. Uh, friends they grew up with. Judy. Is your right? fam- Yeah. Is your family going, Andrew? Too. Yeah, me and my parents. Oh, that's good. Yeah, should be a good time. 
you know where maybe you know, you know where you're eating at uh, I'm not sure, but I think it's it's some it's a nice place. I'm not sure the name of it, but if if Raj was going, I'm sure he would take up the whole uh, parking spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he would. He would. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe next time, maybe someday we could try to try to uh, bring him on the show. Yeah, we yeah. should. Yeah, one yeah. day you, the three of us should go to Atlantic City one day after COVID's over with. We should oh, go to yeah, Atlantic once City. it's over, you don't want to go now. Oh my God, this somebody that I know told me that. Atlantic City is the worst right now. This is—it's so bad there right now. People hate it, it is. there right now. Have you been there since the pandemic? No, no but my my friend's been there, and he says it's awful. You can't oh, drink. Wait. You can't eat. You can't eat. I mean, it's not the same. It's not the same, and you know, hopefully soon we'll be back and all. I hope by the summer, especially because the summer I got plans. Like what? Well, I'm supposed to go to my grandpa's funeral in Florida in August. So. Right. Oh, I thought you meant like some lit plans where you were going to like well, party. Yeah. Well, still, I mean, while I'm down in Florida, I, you know, not just for the funeral, I plan, you know, to do a couple of things like use the beach. I plan to use visit my cousin. I plan to, you know, I plan to go out to eat. That's what I plan on doing. You I'm can down. still go to the beach. Yeah, that's what I said. You should go play golf. That too. Or maybe go to Disney, maybe, or Universal. Nice. Yeah, Disney's been, I mean... Even though it's limited capacity, well, they no, just, I don't think it's limited. It's just they make their 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 they holding steady. They're they're making their business. Yeah, dude, in Florida, everything is going right down there. Well, in Jersey, it's like a mess up here. Jersey and New York, these two clowns are making things. <laughs> you mess. think uh, you think Ron will run for president? Nah. Who? Oh, Ron DeSantis. Yeah. Nah. It's Not yet. Larry too Hogan. Too soon. Yeah, probably Larry Hogan will run. I think Ron would be a good candidate. Yeah. Yeah, people like Ron. People think he's great. Yeah. Florida's been working, so. They're gonna have their state. I think they're gonna be one of the first states vaccinated in all the United States. I think they're all, like they're 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 speeding it up really fast down there. Yeah, and also West Virginia probably comes second because I heard a lot of things in West Virginia too. Jim Justice is. Uh, is putting seniors first as well. Well, they should. Yeah. yeah, it seems like all the states that are run by Republicans are doing a way better job than these Democratic states. Right. Yeah, well, that's factual. We we yeah. see it. The numbers like, don't. The I mean, numbers don't lie. Maryland is a blue state, but their governor's a Republican, and he's doing a better job than these two guys that are running our state. Cuomo and Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think Cuomo. I think he. I think Cuomo's good, but I think he's he's a little. People are getting tired of him. I think people are getting tired of him now. You know, they want to just move on. You know. Yeah, you know, it's so stupid. He wrote a book about himself during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. He wrote a whole book about himself. <laughs> yeah, he did. How many pages? I don't know. Yeah. Andrew yeah. bought it for Christmas. <laughs> no, I didn't. Wait, did you really buy that book? Oh, Doug, you showed us a picture of the book. Yeah, I showed it. I said, let's buy it for Andrew. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe for your birthday. Did you, get, you didn't get it yet? No. I right, will we'll get it. Leadership we'll lesson. We'll no, and plus the book came out in the fall. Oh, it came out in the fall. Okay. Yeah. So we're making history tonight. I think this show's going to be two hours. Yeah, let's actually yeah, go. Let's, just, let's go to two hours. Let's get yeah, two look, hours. This is, uh, look. This is All right, hold on. Let's. Let's go to a quick commercial break, and then we'll 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 end things up at two hours. All right. Yep. We hit a record tonight. Yeah, two hours show.
Yeah. All right, we'll be we'll be right back. Yeah, we'll Ross Rigos. Ross Rigos helped us hit two hours. Thank you. Ross. Yeah, because we, we just started talking. I was ready to end it, but then we just started talking about random stuff. So I figured let's keep it going. We talked yeah. about a lot of topics tonight. You know? Yeah, we did. I like it. Yeah, it's look, good. leadership lessons learned from the COVID-19 pandemic. This is Cuomo right here with his hand like this. Like, All right, I don't want to see that, Andrew. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. Where the Monroe Falcons are playing the St. Joseph of McCutcheon Falcons. Past uh, that game's history, we have a, a state's uh, championship on our mind now. The ranch, the buffalo. It all works together very nicely. Welcome to Falcons Insider. Falcons Insider. On today's episode. We're doing a lot of great work. You know, this is work that people said couldn't have been done before. A lot of money doing something you love. Re-elected team reporter. Yeah, what a season that was for you. 54 54 points in 18 games. Um, Definitely, I mean, when I said that we're going to win GMCs, I think that's another one that we remember. Yeah. You just said it with with so much power. We are back on the Doug Sharabo show alongside me. We got Brandon Swartz on the bottom. Bram Andrew 21 on the right corner. Yep. So February 3rd, 2008. Andrew, let's let's actually see if you know what happened that day. What happened February 3rd, 2008? Oh, I think I know. Angel, let's see if you get it. I was in third grade. All right, what happened? Oh, uh, I was in Mrs. Hoskins' class, and, you know, we had a full day. And one of the things we did during that day was have free time where we got to play with all these toys. <laughs> got to play with all these toys. We got to argue with each other. And, you know, and we got to play around. On a and Sunday? You had Sunday school? Yeah, I guess. You <laughs> on Sunday? Brandon, what happened on February 3rd, 2008? Oh, well, I was thinking of the um, the, uh, the housing thing. The, uh, the 2008 recession. Was, the, was that the recession? The, the great recession yeah. of 2008? Yeah. Is that what, no. you th- what were you thinking? What were you thinking of? On February 3rd, 2008, this is what happened. Oh, oh, how do I not know that? You're right, you're right. Yes, 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 yes. No wonder why I saw the, no wonder why I saw highlights of the uh, Eli Manning the touchdown. Uh, we that, won the Super Bowl. That was great, man. That was that was that was a time to remember, man. That was awesome. I'll never forget that game. Where was the Super Bowl that year? Where was it held? Um, Arizona. Oh, okay. I think it's going to be held in Arizona next year or the year after, I believe. Uh, next year's in L.A. L.A., and then I think is the year after there in Arizona? It might be. Or I think it's in Vegas. Oh, that's going to be great. That's gonna, that's you know what I great. kept thinking when I was younger? Is that the Super Bowl was always in New York every year when I was oh, younger. Yeah? I always thought that for some reason. Maybe because it's a local team. 
All right, so we got five minutes left on this show. Brandon, this Super Bowl, would this go down as one of the greatest upsets in NFL history? Yeah. Yeah, I think it has to be. I don't think anyone thought that the Giants were going to beat the Patriots and Tom Brady. Imagine if betting was around. Oh, my God. People, you you bet, you put a, a, a $1,000 bet in, you could win about what? Um... Eight thousand, nine thousand dollars, something like that. I mean, imagine. I don't know if betting was, was well. Betting wasn't as ex- betting wasn't, no, it as, wasn't. Wide as as it is now, like with New Jersey. And stuff. Now you have. Now you could go to a double game. They actually talk about it. Here are the odds for tonight's game. Uh, you could bet on the Stanley Cup final. But yeah, imagine if betting was around for that. Oh my God, there would be so many people that would bet. Well, most people would bet the, the Patriots, knowing the fact that, you know, Tom Brady was playing. Yeah, know? but there would be those but, risk you know takers that bet the Giants. Yeah, I would almost put down, well, I don't know. Yeah, have you ever bet Have you ever bet $1,000 before? Because I would never put $1,000 on that kind of game. I wouldn't. Bet. See, I would put $50 down on that game, and I, and then if I won, the, out, the outcome would have been, what, like, Three, four hundred dollars. Well, like what do you think the odds would have been? Like maybe five hundred plus five hundred for the Giants. Oh, just for the Super Bowl. Yeah, for that game. Uh, I think it would have been. Yeah, about that. About that. That's uh, that's a heavy underdog right there. Or even uh, it could have been the Giants could have had good uh, the odds. You could probably could have won a lot of money if you bet the Giants. When they were 0-2, you could have probably won a lot of money if you bet the Giants, you know, to start the playoffs. Because if you look at it, there's a video. Every matchup that the Giants had, Giants versus Cal, uh, Giants versus Buccaneers. Everyone went, went, everyone went with the Buccaneers. Giants versus Cowboys. Everyone went with the Cowboys. Giants Packers. Everyone went with the Packers. And then Giants Patriots. Everyone went with the Patriots. So, no one really favored the Giants to go to the playoffs, no one really favored the Giants to win the Super Bowl that year. And that was truly a storybook ending. That was probably one of my favorite Super Bowls of all time. Uh, Giants-Patriots round two in 2012. What a great year that was for me. Graduated high school, Devils went to the Stanley Cup final, Giants won the Super Bowl. So 2012 was a great year for me. In regards to my sport teams, um, and even in two wait, is this 2012? Yeah. The Knicks were even were. That's really right. Good. They the were. 2012 for me was terrible. Yeah, I mean 2002. I mean 2012 in terms of like life. Yeah, I had a rough time, you know. But in terms of like sports, that was a good sports year for a lot of New York teams. It was. Oh, uh, well, really too much of a sports fan at that time. Yeah, now you are. Oh, really? Well, now he tries to impress the girls with this, so... Yeah, 2017, that was a banner year for me. Who? Me. Oh, all right. That's when I graduated. So, there there was another Super Bowl that I really enjoyed. Um, Super Bowl I? I wasn't around for that. (laughs) Um, What was the game? Well, Uh, I I was at the Seahawk game. You went to the Seahawks game? Well, I, I worked it for seven, a 17-hour shift. Oh, you worked 
at the MetLife Stadium? Yeah, I was a security guard for that game. It was oh, like I never knew that. Wow, that's great. Seventeen hours, so like from eight o'clock in the morning to four uh, four a.m. Wow! Oh my god! Imagine working that long. Were you able to watch the game? Uh, I was on the field. You were on the field. Yeah, I had to oh like I had to like stand behind the end zone, make sure no one fall, no one runs onto the field. Wow, that's great. That was a good well, that wasn't a good Super Bowl to watch, but I enjoyed being there. There, Where did the ones, uh, Super Bowl Forty Eight when the Seahawks won against who? Uh, Denver. Okay, and where was that played? MetLife, MetLife oh, okay. New York. But the one Super Bowl that I enjoyed watching was probably Atlanta versus New England. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. When Brady came back and I was watching it at work, I was like, there's no doubt that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, it has to be Mahomes. Of all time? Probably. Or we're talking. We're not talking this year. We're talking all time. Yeah, that's true. If you have Mahomes ahead of Brady now, you are delusional. Maybe in ten, maybe in fifteen years from fifteen years from now, but Tom Brady is still the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, no true. one can change my mind on that. Yeah, that's true. All right, so we're gonna end. We're gonna finish this in like two minutes. Brandon, what was your favorite Super Bowl that you ever watched? Well, could be really could question. be the Giants. It doesn't have to be the Giants. Um, my favorite Super Bowl to watch. That's a really good. That's a good question. You know what, uh, Duck? I'm going to go with last year's Super Bowl. I really enjoyed watching Mahomes, and even Garoppolo. I mean, that was a fun game. That was a fun game seeing the Chiefs show what they got on that field in Miami. I think that was year, a good game. That was. I think I'm going to go with last year's Super Bowl. Last year's was fun. It was. Andrew, your favorite Super Bowl of all time? I don't really know. They're all good, to be honest with you. Just pick one. Mm, probably 2019. Okay, so good. last last year? Two years ago. Oh, he's talking about the 2000. Oh, Ross, Ross wanted to join the show, maybe. Yeah? He said, how, from here? He said, he said maybe he'll join. Now? If you want. You have you have the link? How do you send it? How do you send the link? Just copy it and send it to him. Uh, next time, maybe. Next time. Yeah, he could come on. Uh, he could come on in two weeks. Absolutely. Absolutely. He'll, he'll be a good guest, Ross. Ross is... Ross Ross doesn't talk to me a lot about sports, but he actually has a, he's, he knows he knows he's pretty knowledgeable about that sports and stuff. Yeah. So next week we have two people that I'm probably bringing on with us, yeah, and then uh, Kyle, Kyle and Matt. Uh, no, probably Jill and Nick, my coworkers. Oh, very cool, very cool. Uh, you should you know who you should bring Ed Stulak. Yeah, he can come on. Well, he's busy with his real estate. Yeah, so yeah, cool. we could if Ross really wants to come on in two weeks, we could have him on. How many people can you have all at once on this thing? What's the I think map? ten. I oh, think wow. ten's, the, ten's the limit. Oh. Yeah, I like this setup. The setup's pretty cool. Yeah, I like this. And you can make your own commercials and stuff. Uh, well, that's the that's the stuff I made for like my uh, the Falcons page, my YouTube channel, and I just add it as a video right. clip. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. I so it's. Like, 
it the world the world of podcasting has just gotten like it's ever it's just gotten it just expanded so much this website man it's gonna do a lot for a lot of people i mean people are gonna like this site i mean oh yeah site, i love it i mean this is a very convenient site to use i mean it, it's laid out nice and stuff yeah i like it it's it's easier for us oh yeah oh yeah because when we did our lives on facebook originally it was so awkward having the commercial people just like watching us and remember instagram yeah the instagram lives yeah my battery drained out easily oh yeah remember when andrew joined uh brandon who andrew uh oh yeah yeah yeah. the kid from the uh, new york sports club yeah yo he's dating a girl now oh yeah yeah he has a girlfriend i don't know who the hell she is Yo, you, know like should, you, know we, you know who we should get on the show? Who? We should get Ian and Russ. Oh, yeah. Ian and who? Russ. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. We go out to dinner and he's like, make sure you guys pay for those orders now. <laughs> You're amongst friends. And I was like, I just met you today. But this was yeah, a really was... good show. This was a really good show, guys. I gotta say. Yeah, two hours worth. Not bad. Yeah, yeah two Russ hours and five beast. minutes. Russ is a beast with that chain, that watch, that clothes, the beard, and the head shave, and the tattoos. Yeah, Ian. I mean, I only knew Ian for about a year. He knows a lot. Like, if you want to talk about like college football, college basketball, he's he knows a lot about that. Yeah, where do you? Yeah, we could, we could maybe do that in like three weeks. Have Ian on. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah let's we'll ask him. Yeah, we'll have more people. Anyways, on. how did you meet him again? Who? Ian. How did you meet him? Well, you never met uh, Tony. You know, T- Maddie's friend Tony. Right. So I met Tony through Maddie, and then uh, Tony worked somewhere with Ian, and then I met Ian through um, through Tony. Oh, okay. That's how you guys met. Yeah. That's cool. And then, how did you meet Ross? Anyways. Uh, middle uh, school. Middle Brandon parked his car in the middle of the road, and Ross yeah. was like, "Hey." <laughs> yeah, I, I knew Ross since uh, middle school. We, oh, okay, so that's how you, you were in the same middle school with him. Same middle school, and then he went to Freehold Borough, and then I went to Marlboro. Okay, and then he met Gia there and all. Right. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, this was a good show. Two hours right. and six minutes. The question is, will people watch the two what? hours worth of content, you know? Well, we have people on that's been watching it for what? the two hours worth. We, we have? Oh, my God. Yeah, we still have people watching. Because after we ended our sports talk and stuff, I thought, like, once we started talking about our lives, I feel like people just logged off and didn't watch it anymore. <laughs> no, we still have, we still had, like, four or five people watching us. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess we're that talented. Can you see who they are and give shout-outs to them? Uh, I don't think so. Or you just Yo, do like four viewers. Yeah, we had like ten people on my live that one time. And that was when Andrew and his friend joined. No, I can't really see. Oh, okay. But that that but whoever's watching, thanks for uh, for sticking with us. Yeah, we had people watching. Nice, I'm just, good. I'm just telling you, this guy Duxteralvo is gonna be a famous sports sports reporter someday, so it's, your time's coming, man. It's coming very shortly. Yeah, I hope so. And then Andrew's going to be a, a political commentator for CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, all of that. <laughs> is that what you want to do, Andrew? Is, be a, is it be a news reporter? No. No, he wants to be a manager at a supermarket. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew wants to be a manager at a supermarket. You never heard that story? 
<laughs> no, but is that really what you want to do for your career? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it, Andrew. I just don't. I have higher aspirations than you of being a manager for a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, because, dude, when you're a manager in a supermarket, you see a lot of nice women that walk in. There. Oh, that's why you want to be one. All right. <laughs> but also, you the boss in charge, you know. Yeah, but why not like own a restaurant, own a bar, own a club? That's what you should do is open like a like a nightclub, you know, like with a DJ and stuff, you know. Call it Brems Castle. Yeah. That would be a nice name, Andrew. Nah, not Brems Castle. The Castle of New Jersey. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, this is a great show for sure. Maybe next time we'll do three hours. Yeah. We'll build we could... up every three weeks, we'll build up an hour extra. <laughs> yeah, we'll try to do that. Eventually, eventually, we'll hit 24 hours, so we'll never go to sleep. <laughs> God, for real, this was a great show, guys. Brandon, this was, thanks. This was great. This was great. It was. And it's much needed because we've probably been all bored on this snow day because this snow day has kept us in the house all day, man. And yeah, it has. We, 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 needed, we needed some entertainment. Outside. Yeah. Andrew always makes us laugh anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but all I'll right. see you guys this weekend. You dug all Saturday. Right. Well, Brandon thanks for Sunday. a good show, guys. Yeah, this is a good show. Thanks for keeping us entertained, Andrew. Yeah, thanks, Andrew. But yeah, All right. of course, but, I'm going to be a supermarket manager. Yeah, have fun doing that. You know what I like about working at the supermarket in the summer? I see all these women, like, 40. Yeah, but you got to also think, if you don't stock the milks right, if you don't if you don't, if you you don't, don't order enough milk to, to stock in the supermarket, you'll have rude customers yell at you, oh, you didn't stock enough, you didn't stock enough milk. Yeah. See, that's the problem with supermarkets is you got a lot of stuff to worry about, you know? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's the thing. Wait, Andrew, you thought you would just be there to see the girls? No. Oh, all right. It's I give you a lot of credit for that. I mean, that, uh, I would do that. If that's what you want to do, go ahead. Go for it, Brem. Go for it. You, I know you're in college. I know you're. Um, I know you're trying to get a bachelor's degree, but you probably don't even need a bachelor's degree to get to do what you're to be a general manager at a supermarket. You'll probably just yeah, apply for it now. Yeah. Well, I just applied for Costco. Oh, you're gonna work at Costco. Probably. Oh, they pay, they pay good. Oh, Costco's fun. If you work at Costco in Marlboro, right? No, Monroe Township. Oh, Monroe. Okay, because I know somebody who works at the Costco in Mal in, in um, Marlboro. Because I could have said you could have referred, you could have uh, said you knew her, but uh, you yeah, work at no, Marlboro. I, uh, I referred my mom because she works in. The oh, Monroe. your mom worked at Costco, right? I yeah. think you know you told me that she worked at Costco. Yeah, so I referred yeah. her. You ever have the pizza at Costco? Oh, it's amazing. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah, it's big, it's large, and it's cheesy. The cheese, that's the best part. It's the cheesy cheese part. The cheese is the best. Oh, it's great. Has Portnoy, I wonder if Portnoy ever reviewed the Costco pizza. What? He Dave, might have. Yeah. Nope. Dave Portnoy. Uh, oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah El Presidente. El, he's the best. He's the best. All right, guys, this is... Yeah, we all love pizza. All right, guys, this is a great show, for real. Thanks for joining us on the Doug Sorago Show, brought to you by Sorago Broadcasting. And thanks to you guys who were staying on for the whole two hours. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. All right, take care, guys. Bye, guys. Good show, guys. Take care. All right, take care. Be safe.
Hey, Falcons fans, it's the team reporter here, Doug Saravo. Check us out on the live stream this Thursday at 3.30 p.m. as your Monroe Falcons take on Manalapan. That's 3.30 p.m. on the YouTube channel at Monroe Falcons Hockey. Where the Monroe Falcons are playing the St. Joseph of the Touching Falcons. Past uh, that game's history, we have a, a state's uh, championship on our mind now. The ranch, the buffalo. It all works together very nicely. Welcome to Falcons Insider. Falcons Insider. On today's episode. We're doing a lot of great work. You know, this is work that people said couldn't have been done before. A lot of money doing something you love. Re-elected team reporter. Yeah, what a season that was for you. 54 54 points in 18 games. Um, Definitely, I mean, when I said that we're going to win GMCs, I think that's another one that that we remember. Yeah. That's mystery. You just said it with with so much confidence.